Welcome to Holy Boys. We are talking about a guy I didn't even know existed until earlier this week. I was trying to figure out, you know, we can't just do all the same guys all the time. Uh, but all the guys we do are freaks. So as, as much as people would like wall to wall Kenneth Copeland coverage, I'm <laughs> people, sure. <laughs> people love Copeland, man. They love him. <laughs> This is because he's nuts. You know what? He's crazy as hell. And he's 85. There's something about an 85-year-old crazy guy that runs around or whatever that uh, uh, I dig. But this guy, massive freak, Tom. His name is Ed Young. Uh, The way I found him was I Googled richest pastors. He's number five. He's number five on the list of richest pastors. This means he's probably one of the bigger freaks because he's not... Not that any of these guys are household names, really, but, like, people that spend enough time on the internet at least have, like, a passing knowledge of Kenneth Copeland and whoever else has been memed. But this guy's kind of, like, flown under the radar a bit while still managing to be top five richest in, you know. So he did go ultra-viral in 2008 um, before viral was a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So... His he he had been on the scene for a long time. Uh, Tom, you had seen him. You told me you I've seen you him. had yeah, seen, I've seen him, him minister the gospel in person. At what year did you see him minister? Do you remember what year it was? Uh, it would have been. I was in high school still, so sometime between. 2000 and 2004. Okay, so you saw him before 2008. So he yeah, yeah. did not go on stage and talk about the sex experiment, which is what he went viral for. Um, so this guy, y- you will remember this if you're listening and you were around in 2008, because I remembered this. Uh, this guy believes that. You know, you do this thing called the sex experiment where married couples have to have sex seven days in a row. That is like his bit. That was his busting onto the busting. (laughs) 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 But that's where he got on the scene, right? It's like a pastor in a huge church is saying, you know, you you guys got to you got to do more fucking. Um, And the thing is, like people the news covered it the news went fucking nuts for it dude they were just like uh you know what's this pastor about the sex so i have a little (laughs) it's crazy it's crazy um i'll read you his article about the sex experiment okay um this is just the synopsis of his book it's called sex experiment seven days to lasting intimacy with your spouse The predominant message in our culture is that it's okay to have sex wherever, uh, whenever, wherever, and however we want. Sex has become just sex, but while society has taken sex too far, (laughs) that's a weird sentence to me. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's talking about fucking constantly. I, I think he means missionary, too. I think that's what the deal is. Like, society has taken sex, like, too far. 
because there's they're too, doing too other many styles. Stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> too far. The church hasn't taken it far enough. God wants couples to make love and marriage with passion, with purpose, and with pleasure. I've never, I mean, this guy is so weird. And and like what he's saying is like not necessarily like the worst thing in the world. He he, you know, he seems kind of woke a little bit about this thing. Yeah. Um experiment. Well, it, it is kind of it is kind of if you take the the thirty thousand foot view of it, he's like kind of saying, or the way it could be read is you should invite God into the bedroom and like let him watch. He's that's basically what he's saying. And also that if you and your spouse so if you and your spouse have regular sex and then talk to your kids about it, like that's the way to do sex. You know what I mean? <laughs> like seriously, that's <laughs> I'm tapping the Brian on sex short on Means TV and saying, here's my alternative. There's only yeah. one way to do sex. <laughs> so another thing about this guy, I, I urge you to Google modern pictures of him because he is 61 and has had a lot of plastic surgery. He looks so weird. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get Tom. Uh, I'm going to share my screen with you right now so we can hear him talk about the thing that, that really made him who he is. The <laughs> sex experiment. Sucking and fucking. <laughs> Sucking and fucking. He said, well, he got in trouble for an airplane earlier on, but we'll talk about that after we. <laughs> they, this all, is they, where he, they all do. <laughs> yeah, you're not a fucking mega pastor if you haven't gotten in trouble for an airplane. <laughs> It's so funny that they all like they cannot. I, I'm trying to think of what a normal person is like. If I'm rich, I got to get this because I don't know if it's an airplane. But these guys are just like, I got to get my hands on an airplane. It's uh, amazing. All right. This video is called Ed Young Sex Experiment Sexual Chocolate. It's already gnarly. So uh, here we go. <laughs> We've written a devotion online for every... Okay, he, he also goes heavy on the stage set, sets, Tom. Uh, so he's sitting on a huge bed on stage. Yeah, like this, looks like, uh, this looks like the uh, home furnishings floor of Macy's. That's true. He does do one dude where he's standing in front of a Denali, right? Like the, the vehicle? The, car? the yeah. vehicle, yeah. But he had somebody customize it so it said Denial. Where it's supposed to say Denali. That's oh, just a true freak. <laughs> He's so rich and like he just doesn't. I don't know. I mean, to just have a car. I mean, I guess he could be driving the car around the denial car. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was crazy. I'm going to do that with like, uh, I don't know. I have to like go and see if I can make another word out of like. Chevy Blazer, or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, something that's like right. I like that it's like even it's like a message. You know yeah. what I mean? Where he's like, <clears throat> he's driving down the street. First of all, you see this Denali. Uh, you you're not paying attention. You just see the word Denali. <laughs> you <don't see> Denali. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he's driving around. He's like, man, people are gonna see this and they're gonna really fucking think, you know, denial, <laughs> Denali, denial. <laughs> <laughs> And like, people are like, I don't even know what this is. You imagine going to the body shop and he's like, man, listen, I just want you to switch two words around on this like <laughs> on this card. It's like 
<laughs> nameplate or whatever you call it. It's so weird. That's such a weird... I didn't even think about how weird it is to, to like have somebody do that for you, too. Like, where it's like, yeah, I'm doing a sermon. Uh, I need you to take this car <laughs> and make it a part of my sermon. Because, again, stage sets like crazy. This guy's like... This guy is like high level the 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 big days of new metal yeah. when the stages were just like like Limp Biscuits walking out of a toilet and and you know Corn has the big cage and stuff like yeah. or a Metallica concert like he really goes for it yeah right right this might not be the best example of it though because you're right it does look like like <laughs> what the place we call Value City Furniture here yeah he look his hair is so crazy dude um that's the worst also, haircut i've ever seen on a grown man that looks like a haircut that like a nine-year-old boy should have it's also the thing about it is when a guy is super old like like you know i'm even when a guy is like in his 40s or whatever and he has like a fucking real heavy head of hair yeah. you gotta wonder you just very it, weird dude like a. a a man, I've said this before on the show, but um, men that have the same head of hair they've had since they were kids is weird. Like, <laughs> like even if you got a great head of hair, you should have lost a little bit of hair at least. Yes, and to this look guy like has, a man, you know. <laughs> yeah, this guy has like Bon Jovi in nineteen eighty-seven amounts of hair. It's it's really a bad haircut, but it's, it's a, a huge amount of hair. It's guys. It's like him, Boris Johnson, the guy in England, and yes. like Ken Burns. Like they all like look like grown eight year olds. <laughs> Ken Burns looks insane. He does. I never. I've seen Ken Burns so many times, and I'm like, "There's no way, dude. You got new hair. It's not yeah. a wig. I I think like hair plugs are so good now. Yeah. That like if I got rich, I'd probably get them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to need them soon, as you can see. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Cumia got them and was, like, on the air talking about it and shit. And if you look at the guy, you're just like, damn, okay. Like, I can't tell he got them. Right. And right. Uh, he's the guy, you know, obviously, I follow him all over the place all the time. But he's the guy that got them that was like, man... If I get rich, yes, I'm going to travel and stuff, but I'm right. also getting hair plugs, and it's going to be a long hair. I'm, I want long hair, maybe even dreadlocks. I might even get dreadlocks. I want like a debonair 70-year-old man's haircut where it's like gray, <laughs> and they sweep it back like Pat Riley. That's what I'm going for. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, Pat Riley has great fucking hair, man. Yeah. Did you That's watch that I show? I've, I've, only, I've only seen the first two episodes. That's crazy. I thought that was like right up your alley. I loved it. It's like I mean, I started show. it, but I just never went back to it. Yeah. It's I like my favorite much. show in years. Like, yeah. very good. All right. Here we go. Actually, there's this other show I'm watching, Tom. I don't know if this gets under Holy Boy's purview, but I'm kind of curious about it. Do you think we should find a Mormon? Hmm. It's in, you, it, it would be interesting to talk about. Are there Mormon guys like this? There are, I mean, I'm, I think if we Googled biggest Mormon, like, like most <laughs> famous Mormon, <laughs> we would find a real, I don't know. I just have been like watching this show under the banner of heaven, yeah. which is a, which is about Mormons. And, uh, also this show about Warren Jeffs 
Yeah. And uh, man, Mormons, they're something. I know you lived in Vegas and there's a ton of Mormons. Yeah, that's there. Mormon Central. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, under the bed. I've read the book, I've not watched the show yet. I want to watch the show. Um, oh. But yeah, that Warren Jeff shit was crazy. Did you ever watch Big Love when it was out? I Harry didn't. D. Stanton. I think I should because I like everything, like anything Mormon. I'm like, really? Okay. Yeah. I want to do a live show in, in Salt Lake City so I can be where the Mormons are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to end up being Mormon. <laughs> That's so tight, dude. <laughs> It would be the craziest thing that could like that is the craziest like uh switch if i flip that switch that's fucking if wild you became man. mormon that would be like the most insane in my mind the most insane like curveball i can think of right <laughs> becomes mormon i mean it would be like it, it, it would be like if i decided that i was a professional basketball player it's like that crazy of a astronaut thing. <laughs> yeah any of those yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's here's uh, here's our guy here. Single in every married couple here for seven days, starting next Tuesday. Next Tuesday is the Worldwide Marriage Week. Did you know that? From nope. Tuesday until Tuesday. From this Tuesday, culminating with Valentine's, is the Worldwide Marriage Week. And so we're going to start this experiment. How cool is that? Tuesday. Now, it's not a contest. Like, okay, we made seven out of seven. We, we, we. I mean, first time we did this experiment, I hate to admit this, but on day six, I was just too tired. And Lisa woke me up. She goes, hey, remember we got this experiment? I said, I'm too tired. I'm too tired. So. Oh, yeah. This, guy's, this guy gets so much pussy from his wife <laughs> that he's got to... Got to beat her off with a stick. <laughs> I want me, I want people to know that this is like happening in a huge fucking room. This is not. This is like Osteen levels amounts of people. You know what yeah, I mean? There's thousands of people here that he's saying this to. This is not. <laughs> he's not saying this in a little country church with a hundred people there. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like he's bragging too. That you're right. That like a lot of this comes off as like. This fucking guy's bragging about how much sex he's having. Yeah. Incredible. Not about scorekeeping. It is, though, about seeing what God wants us to do in marriage and also if you're, also if you're single. Now, I, I got I to borrow somebody's glasses. I can't, man. My, I'm having some trouble with my eyes. You got something I can see up close? Anybody? Yeah, thank you, Renee. Thank you, Renee. The music Those in the background cool. is nuts. All right. Though. Oh, yeah. I went to the eye doctor this week and um he said i need to my iq just kicked up about 25 points all right this is sexual chocolate well you sound excited sexual chocolate okay the first one is check this out priority what's the priority in marriage the marriage what's the priority in family the marriage what's priority with kids the marriage marriage first kids second i would give my life for our four kids but if you want to be a great parent, one of the great things is put the priority on your marriage. <laughs> First of all, I would die for my kids, but sex is like a lot more important. Uh, like, listen, I would die for my kids, but before I give up a sweet <laughs> piece of ass that I married all these years ago, <laughs> I'd so see good. them all thrown in a furnace. <laughs> yeah, there is something so fucking weird. This is one of the weirdest sermons that I think we've ever lived. It's so weird. And Mark Driscoll's really weird. Like, he talks about sucking and fucking, too. But this guy, 
it feels like he's bragging about it's weird man <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question because I'm not a married guy. And I'm sure as a married guy yourself, you've been around a lot of married guys. But are there married guys that brag about sex with their wife the way like we would have when we were teenagers or something like that? I mean, there's sex nerds, right? Like there's those there's there's like guys. There's like couples that are like so into sex that would go to like hedonism that would like that are part of the swingers club in town and stuff right. like that but i generally believe that most people are pretty modest about it especially if you're if you're like a guy that's been married as long as me i'm not gonna sit around and talk about all the pussy i'm getting yeah i mean i'm not even talking like uh like you know people that are you know like uh, poly or like go to sex clubs or any of that kind of stuff. I'm just talking about straight up like normal dudes been married for 10 years, had sex only with one woman three times a week and then just like comes over and is like, dude, I knocked the back out of uh, Brenda or whatever last... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I wonder if that guy exists. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hang out with like pretty modest you know, I'm a modest guy. I don't I don't talk a lot about well, I did a whole series about my sex, <laughs> but that was a whole different thing. I don't talk a lot about it with anybody, so nobody really brings it up to me. You know what I mean? Do you but stand like, by do you stand by your there's only one way to have sex? Talk I <laughs> know. I mean, yes, in a way like that that like there <laughs> I love that. Is, dude. I've I've and I've watched that 200 times. You're like, there's only one way to have sex. And it's very polite. <laughs> yeah, it's just so weird for me to think, because I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not like a sex jokes guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I get it's insanely uncomfortable when I'm around somebody and they're like uh, talking about that stuff. So generally, if somebody's talking about the sex they have, I walk out of the room. I don't even want to be involved. You just with, don't want to be a party to it. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't need to be a part of that situation. Um, so, yeah, there's that was a little bit of sex. Now, um, all right, so... I'm going to go with this video next because this is also a fun video after listening to this guy talk about how much sex you're supposed to have. And it's one of our favorite things, car video. Okay. So you got to love a car video, right? Yeah, we do. But who doesn't? It's everybody's favorite fucking thing is a guy sitting in his car making a video. It's always... <laughs> I've never done that either and like not even as a parody. All right, here we go. This is a funny one because remember, we just listened to this guy talk about sex. You know what I mean? Like he's standing on stage just talking about banging and sucking and fucking and everything he wants to do. If this guy doesn't get me too'd or caught cheating... You know what I mean? That's something I keep thinking about too. Like, like is is this real? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do, how can he not get caught? You know? All right. That sucks. I'm pissed. I'm screwed. Hell, I don't know. Damn, traffic's horrible. Some of you are watching this right now and you're going, I can't believe he said that. 
he didn't say any of the like hardcore cuss words. There. No, he's st- he's sticking to like the acceptable palate for most people, <laughs> even people I mean, that he- are prudish about cussing. I think hell is kind of shouldn't. I don't. I, I think of Jesus Christ, right? Which is something I say all the time. Uh, that's the that's. I don't think shit and fuck and stuff like that is even. Like, why are those cuss words? Are they in like the Bible? Is there some part of the Bible that says you shouldn't cuss? Yeah, I think that's just uh, something that it's weird because like there is nothing like that. One, those words didn't exist, yeah. uh, and at least in the English form back then, you know. I just don't get being mad about it, but he's gonna he's gonna explain it. This guy's a pastor. This guy communicates to people. He's he's the head of Fellowship Church. Sadly, a lot of pastors talk like that. You just did. A lot of young leaders are using filthy language and words like socks and screwed and hell and damn. They're talking about it when they speak. They're talking about it in conversation. They're blogging with it. They're Twittering in an effort to be cool. I got to be cool. So we chase cool. The words we say are powerful. We have an opportunity to We have an opportunity to communicate the mystery, the joy of the gospel. But to, to ruin it, to cloud it by, by using words like that, I think we're messing up. We stand on the shoulders of those who've gone before us, and we must learn the power of pure words, the power. Okay, I'm going to stop this now. The giant shoulders he's talking about is Kenneth Copeland. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I'm going to stop this now, and I want you. So he's talking about, you know, uh, we can't like be cool like we don't want to chase being cool right like is what i wanted to get out of that um now i'm gonna play one of the most uncomfortable things i've ever played on any of my shows i promise that like i've played a lot of uncomfortable shit i'm talking about grease man stuff i'm talking about all that stuff that like really makes you want to like grab onto your seat and hide under a table i'm gonna play something that's crazy. i don't know why you're so against the grease man i i love it (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna play something that there's no way you won't want to close your eyes don't listen to this while you're driving because i'm about to fuck you up okay oh god here comes ed young Let them hear the New Testament today. It starts with four writers who had lots to say. This fantastic four had different views. They're the God Quad Squad who spread the good news. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You weren't. I got to say something. (laughs) You were by no means lying. That was (laughs) extremely difficult to watch. <laughs> okay, so this is called "What's the New Testament" by Ed Young. Um, I really want I, if you get if you go on Twitter and search that "What the New Testament." Okay, I promise you this video does not disappoint. Okay, it's a sixty-one-year-old man. <laughs> yeah, this is not even like young Ed doing this. 
face. I looked it up because when I saw him do this, when I watched this video, I, I looked him up and I was like, he's fucking 61. Holy shit. Because he doesn't look that old to yeah. me. And in this thing, he's wearing like a, a big gold chain. <laughs> he's got... He's got words written on his knuckles, uh, fake tattoos on. Oh, damn. And, uh, well, you know, like, here's the thing. It's one of those things that, like, if Carl Pearsons did it, like, Carl, you could see Carl Pearsons doing this, but doing it, like, kind of well. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, like, but it's still cringe because of what it is, but, like, and you would still want to look away at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, I want to do a little more here. Oh my God. He has a tattoo of his, a fake tattoo of his wife on his chest. Dude, that's that's a that's a that's a sex guy. Uh, he is as sex as possible. <laughs> uh, just one more. Second. I just want people to really understand this is a cool rap song this guy's doing. He's star of the show, the man of the hour, the door to light the shepherd with supernatural power. Life change was coming. Just ask his why. Every miracle performed proved he was God. He preached so many sermons, it's hard to really count. Like parables, beatitudes, and sermon on the mountain. So crazy. Tom, this is wild, right? Uh, now I'm going to go even further with this. Um, so you're like, oh, he's just doing a goofy thing. You know what I mean? Like this guy, he's goofing off. It's fine. You know, it's not uncomfortable or anything like that. It's just a funny sketch. It's an old guy. It's a classic old white guy doing rap. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, I'm just... Here we go. All right, here we go. I'm going to play you something now that is going to uh, be a little bit different. Just uh, because I thought he was trying to be cute. You know what I mean? Like, I thought he was just trying to be a rapper guy. Here we go. Foremost priority is structuring your family for success. Liz, you won't believe what I found. I was uh, in my office doing some filming between services for a big end of year thing we're doing and I'll tell you a little bit more about it. And I came across this journal that was hidden from me and I have some raps, some, 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 some bars that I've written about the family. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm going to, he has some bars that He's he got wrote. Some bars. <laughs> Here you go. Okay. And I just happened to thumb through us through this. I was like, look, at this you mind if i do a little rap for you i mean this is like she had no idea i was gonna do it and i just i just like this stuff i do i'll just fold um, my i'm so nervous right she, now is she uh have you not seen this i have seen this oh i have my seen this god right, <laughs> I, was, I gotta ask a question does she wash her hands of this is that what she's getting ready to do <laughs> she uh, uh, yeah i'll go back just a second here she she is a big end of year thing we're doing and i'll tell you a little bit more about it and I came across this journal 
that was hidden from me. And I have some raps, <laughs> some, 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 some bars that I've written about the family. Okay. And I just happened to thumb through us through this. I was like, Oh, Look she's at this. so uncomfortable. Do you mind if I do a little rap for you? I mean, this is like, yeah, she had no idea I was going to do it. And I just, I just like this stuff. She would have told you not to do it, dude. He fucking did that. He put, he didn't ask her. He should have asked her, but yeah. he's, she's going to, I do. I'll just um, fold my Bible. No, no, it's <laughs> just, just all over I'm going to, um, <laughs> I want to get Derek. Okay. I can't. Um, hey, hey, kids, don't leave the path cause you'll experience serious wrath. Give mom and dad a massive break. Sometime parents going to make a mistake. <laughs> I, I uh, want to apologize to everybody that's here. Uh, <laughs> man. He said the path and gonna like. I, <laughs> Brian, that was. This is so hard. This is it's, so hard. It's not done. Understand that authority comes from above. You know, God is all about love, a God of discipline and justice, too, who always has the best for you. For you. <laughs> and he just drops that microphone like he just got one off, didn't he? <laughs> he did, yeah. Somebody. Eminem. Can you say Marshall Mathers? Gotta be consistent, very resistant, super proficient, not by accident. Oh, no. Oh, he's a lyrical, spiritual, miracle, subliminal, swimming pool, awfully hot coffee pot guy. <laughs> His wife now is like, this is for this rips, dude. Yeah, she's like, okay, that was good. <laughs> it's like that first line, that first one was trash, but this is good. <laughs> oh my jeez. I like I That's like that he sister. says he like that he says Marshall Mathers, like <laughs> because like Eminem like hasn't been relevant to like this generation of kids in like ten years at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, it's no, like they make fun of him. <laughs> Yeah, they make fun of it, but he's like, that's his reference point. That's his rapper. That is the rapper he knows. And <clears throat> again, because they're almost the same age. Like, even yeah. if maybe 55 or something. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, uh, if you saw the way he's dressed, everybody, like, he, this guy. I mean, we talk about the, you know, the big joke a lot of times is people joking around about the youth pastor that's like, it tries to be cool that like, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, you know, he doesn't end up being cool. This guy is all the pastor of the big church and he definitely wants to be like cool. He's, he's not like Kenneth Copeland where he's wearing like a classic suit that's just like really nice, you know? Yeah. He, he, this guy, I think he really thinks that he can get the kids involved with the church by like rapping and talking about Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, I mean, the suit's not bad, honestly. I mean, it's like if he was doing anything else, like if he was a restaurateur or a hotelier yes. or a literary man, he would be like a very cool old dude. But he yes. has, but he's pairing a pretty good suit with, a pretty decent look with like the lamest possible profession. <laughs> the the worst. <laughs> uh, maybe there's more. Be a hip -hop In the artist. colossal crazy mess, diapers, dish pans, and all the rest. All the 
Oh, when he says all the rest, it makes me realize that he wrote it like that. He oh, did yeah, not write yeah. all the rest. He wrote all the rest. A all the rest. <sighs> These kids running the show. Hey, mom and dad, what's up, yo? <laughs> Family order is the name of the game. If it ain't cracking, you'll go insane. God and spouse and then your kids. If it gets inverted, you'll hit your lid. Uh, <laughs> he's losing it. He's, <laughs> he's losing. He's the feeling flow. himself a little too much now. If he would have stopped after that second line, actually, no, I, I mean, not even. But like, he could have. But his wife is into it now. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? And it's like a sex guy. You know what I mean? He's oh, like, yeah. oh, she's gonna have me rap for her tonight in the sack. You know, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna show up in my fucking hip hop clothes. <laughs> Uh, every single week pop clothes yeah I would put all the fake tats on and (laughs) have them in church if you ignore it you'll live in a lurch do what you can to have them in the house if you don't you'll raise the louse teaching and training and them to leave that's god's plan once you conceive to help them receive and then believe (laughs) (laughs) he dropped the mic he's fucking (laughs) oh my goodness wow i don't know what to say that was awesome. That was so good. In fact, Ed and I read an article recently talking about some of the issues that come up with kids. I believe that was God that I found this. That was just that's yes. unbelievable. He didn't do that. Don't blame that on him. No, God. Yeah, and God didn't have nothing to do with those shoes either. Now that I'm seeing them, <laughs> God hid it. God, God was the one that hid the book. You found it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God was like, I'm going to put this book like behind a dresser or something. So he never does this in front of people. He's trying to help you, Ed. Let him help you. <laughs> uh, let's hear what else he has to say on this one. I, I, I did, uh, I did a, another uh, timestamp. We'll find out what I, I thought was important here. Another thing I want to talk about, and this is a shocker that I want to talk about it, is sex. God, you this man loves sex. Wow. Lisa and I- this is the most horny pastor we've ever talked about, ever. It seems like he talks about sex constantly. This man loves sex. I don't know. She looks like she's... She wants to talk about sex too, though. She's I, oh god, she loves it, dude. She goes nuts for it too. You're going to find these two at a like a like a swinging club. That's going to be their scandal. Yeah, I don't even think that's bad either, though. That's you know? fine. It's fine. There's got to be Christian swingers. Yeah. There has got because God probably is cool with it if everybody in a situation is cool with it is the way I would think. Well, the the existence of Christian singles implies the existence of Christian swingers. So that's we got we got to find out. I will go looking around for Christian swingers sometime. Yeah, <laughs> we'll find them. We can find them. We know. I it. wrote this experiment. It's so hilarious, and we went on a book tour. We know where I would go to these places, these churches, and say, "Okay, we're going to talk about sex." experiment 
Yeah, it's okay. God made God made sex. Just laugh. Let me hear a laugh. We, would, One, we two, wouldn't three. be having baby dedication. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we wouldn't be we having, wouldn't baby, be having dedication. baby dedication Dude, if it weren't for that. They, so did, they didn't even laugh when he like begged them to laugh. Yeah, yeah. That's always scary. I, you know, I always tell this story uh, about me and me and Matt Chrisman went to see uh, went to this Americans for Prosperity convention. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, it was it's one of these things put on by the Koch brothers. We went there to see John Taffer, but we also got to see Bobby Jindal, Jeb Bush got to. Okay, <laughs> I just want to say one thing. It was I I why did nobody tell me that John Taffer's saving marriages now? Yeah, yeah, he does have a saving marriages show. We watched like an episode of it. It's very weird. He just yells at the people the same he would at the bar. <laughs> These nachos are cold. <laughs> yeah. When me and Matt went to the thing and he just screamed, he just went on stage, dude, 15 minutes. He was screaming like a 1980s, like wrestling promo. He, he, he seemed like coked up almost and just fucking going crazy about like, we need to start a small business army is what he, he, uh, uh, believes. We, um, it's, we need like a, like a, just a, uh, a militia, but it's all small business tyrants. It's all yeah, all guys that own like fucking uh uh like one bar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Talk about it. Because because you know what we read in this article, tell them about the frequency 50, issue. Uh young couples who bring a newborn into their you know family back home, sex decreases fifty percent. Yeah, fucking no shit, dude. <laughs> It's really Ed's hard appalled. to do. Ed's appalled at that stat. Look at his face. Ed's <laughs> disgusted is. at that stat. He's like, that's not what happened with us, man. We would just, sometimes I'd finger her while she's holding the baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's freaked. He's like, fuck, I, we better not have any more kids. Yeah. 50%. So we know that through that so we're going we're not going to have kids. Through through trans No, don't don't do that. No. There's and there's and there's <laughs> I love that too where he's like some people are like we're not going to have kids cuz we like fucking too much and he's like oh seriously though. No. You know. Have kids. Uh <laughs> yeah. yeah, suck and fuck and don't pull out. We need more. Of, we need more. We need more people at whatever his ministry's called. Fellowship. Not going to work fellowship. Uh, ministry in texas um i also want to say this guy played basketball tom you, yeah florida state yeah yeah which means he's would, probably really 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 good <laughs> yeah yeah i mean not good enough to make it in like the next level but playing basketball for college is also like pretty impressive this know? is a guy especially at that level this is a guy that's like he's like the 60 year old rec league guy that busts your ass and you wonder why and it's like because he played at the highest level in college yeah and and somebody actually replied to me on a, a post i did about this guy and they said they went to that church growing up and that uh like he talks about that a lot <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's the one thing I remember about him. If my brief time is he played basketball at Florida State. Yeah. <laughs> he does, they said, he said, first of all, uh, he talks about sex and basketball quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like he likes rap, too. Things that weigh into that. For example, let's say you're a parent of multiples. What? The challenge is even greater. Yes. Let's say you're a parent of a disabled child. 
the challenges are even greater. So you have to think intentionally about preparing for intimacy, a time for your date night, scheduling a date night. How do you arrange babysitters? How do you, you know, co-op? And, and schedule time to, to have intimacy even when you don't have a date night. Yeah, you want to have your date night. And what I used to do, this is kind of embarrassing, but... Uh-oh. I used to just, you know, I, I like to sing songs. I just start, like, pinching my fucking hog in front of my wife and... <laughs> Yeah. As like, soon as the very second the baby fell asleep, I was just started. <laughs> you started jerking off in front of her, hoping yeah, she's ready to go. It's time. I've scheduled that. God has scheduled this time for us. Songs <laughs> and stuff. And I used to sing this in the morning if I wanted oh, no. to, like, think about making a night of lovemaking. Okay. Uh-huh. We had kids. He's the most uncomfortable guy I have ever. I I really believe this guy makes made me more uncomfortable than anybody ever. <laughs> and think of the freaks that I have fucking yeah, like been following. There there is probably no shock jock that ever came close to make you this uncomfortable. I it does. The rapping is really hard for me to handle. And and then like it was like well. You know, he's an older guy. Maybe if he rapped like like Sugar Hill Gang. You know how like older people sometimes will be like, "Well, my name is Ed, and I'm here to say." Like if he did that, that would make me uncomfortable. But it would like, it wouldn't be as bad. You he's know? trying to do that over trap beats. Yeah, and it <laughs> makes me feel like shit when he says like, "I got the," like he changes the to duh and going to to gonna and stuff like that. Like where he's really trying to do like hip hop like language. You know what I mean? But so it just feels like he writes it down that way, and it just. And then he fucking sits on a stage in front of a bunch of people and just talks so much about like, sometimes, man, I would fucking just like, I'd, I'd tell my wife in the morning, like, my fucking dick is so hard. Yeah. When I sing this song, that's how you know that pussy's getting ready to get fucking murdered tonight. <laughs> I, I wonder how they talk like around the like lovemaking because they do always make it sound like like, some version of Christian lovemaking, you know, yeah. and and I don't think that that's like I, I I don't know what they're doing. Like, is it missionary? Is it just some regular lovemaking, or is are they getting freaky? And I really think these guys get freaky. I think they are. Uh, see what he's about to say here. I would I, I would sing this song. I promise you. I I, I took this song um, from the group Queen. I'd wake up in the morning, have some coffee. I would go, boom, boom, boom. It's going to be a time of love. Boom, oh. boom, boom. And Lisa knew. Oh. 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 It's going to be a time of love. Why didn't you warn me about that? God. Oh, shit. He's a freak, man. He makes you nervous. He does. Okay. Okay. (laughs) What if you're Ed Young Jr. and you're sitting there at the coffee table having breakfast and your mom walks in and your dad just starts doing this on the table? 
Webster's yeah. Town. <laughs> and he knows. He's at this sermon right now, too, his kid probably. And he's just like, that's why he's doing another one bites <laughs> and, the dust all the time. Every time that motherfucker was humming, another one bites the dust. <laughs> And it's another one. He, I thought he was going to say like "Fat Bottom Girls" or, or you know, one of the sexy Queen songs. But it's another one bites the dust. Yeah, at least yeah, at least go "Fat Bottom" by girls. that song. That night, she's horribly embarrassed. I have no words. Put the kids down early. So guys, try that. But that is true. I will tell you that is the song ah, no. sometimes. Okay. All right. That's what what Ed Young sex freak is now ed young that, that, that's that is the worst thing i've ever heard bro it's it's the worst good. thing i've ever heard <laughs> it's 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 not great but he is now obsessed with something new and uh we are going to learn a little bit from this guy um First off, I got to play you the beginning of this video because I can't believe he does this. But this is going to be our last thing. This is what he does uh, now, what he's doing in 2022. Um, it's called uh, Snake in the House, United States of Amnesia. Okay? And uh, this part really made me laugh a little. Yo. Is he doing Christian version of Barracuda? No, no, no. He plays like a, he opens with a classic rock song oh, okay. to all of his things. But, you know, that's an awesome song. I love that. The band Heart Barracuda. And I'll tell you what it means one day. It has a great, great meaning. Really, it means it's a, it's a shot against the, the secular media. That's the story behind the song barracuda there <laughs> i don't I'm think sure that. it is <laughs> that i when he claimed that i was like i don't know man that might he's not like, be true <laughs> yeah he's like you might not know this but this is the earliest rebuke of cultural marxism <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man you caught him you got on to him here already here we go let's just let's just fucking get right in it this is what the street fight listeners like to hear hope it looks okay all right yeah plato and that dude right there in the 1800s is none other than i've drawn a better one but i can't erase it carl who carl marx uh-oh now we begin to see the snake now we begin to identify the snake in your house the snake at your office the snake in our culture we begin to identify the snake the snake in your house what did i read to you the bible says in is your son or daughter that is a marxist <laughs> he's like your fucking kids man you first of all they stop you, you from having smoke sex. them out <laughs> yeah you got they're trying to stop you from fucking having sex and they're doing marxism in your house it's sickening this is the this guy must hate kids i would hate kids if i looked at them the way he does you know what i mean like uh, you know he can't fuck the kids are doing marxism in his house <laughs> second corinthians 2 11 that the devil himself 
has strategies, schemes. The devil is absolutely brilliant, yet he keeps on repeating play after play after play after play. I'm here to argue that Marxism is a strategy of Satan himself. You might be thinking- That's kind of sick, right? Like we know all these people that are Marxists and uh, it's a strategy of Satan himself. We're doing a satanic thing, which, you know, anybody that knows me, I'm always trying to do something satanic. Uh, <laughs> you have no if, qualms about that. Yeah, it, actually, if Ed Young had told me that if, if somebody had told me when I was in, in high school that Marxism was satanic, I would have been a Marxist in high school. I would have never had a conservative phase. I would have never had, because I would have been like, this is fucking rad. Actually, if somebody told me that being a Marxist would shock old people, I would have done it in a second. Yeah, all in, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What is Marxism? Marxism is a secular philosophy, an atheistic philosophy that views all of life as a power struggle between the oppressed and the oppressor. Hey, young people, this is a cool phrase. You say like, man, that's bougie. <laughs> he's still, he's, he's still doing it, baby. He's still being, yo, yo, you know, that's bougie. <laughs> You're just regurgitating Marxism. Don't say Marxism that Marxism said there's the bourgeoisie, that's bougie. The oppressors. And then the proletariat, the oppressed. Marxism is all about dividing and conquering. Like, what is he doing right now when it comes to, like, you know, uh, he is also doing the, the, you know, the divide and conquer. It's always like these guys are like, it, it divides and doesn't unite. And you're just like, no, I mean, it's because, like, you're a bunch of assholes. That's right. always the problem, you know? Right. Dude, um, it's like, dude, you haven't ever had a real job. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. I, you just, what do you think he... Okay, here's more. ...has sort of changed a little bit. It's morphed into something cool. I'm not telling someone to do this, but let me draw a martini glass. Here we go. Everybody to drink. This is the Marxerita. We're gonna get the Marxerita yes. here. But I want to draw you a Marxerita. Okay. <laughs> Wasted away again in Marxeritaville. <laughs> this oh, guy's kids hate him, don't they? <laughs> I mean, I yes. I find that. I, I think in my opinion, like people who's who who like uh uh like talk about Marxism a lot, it happens because of their kids, right? Like like a guy that gets super mad about Marxism and critical race theory, they're not like they wouldn't be mad about it if they didn't have kids. Right. And like the kids are just totally these like annoying uh, uh, and the kids are just annoying them with like saying things are racist and stuff like that, which, you know, they're driving them nuts. I don't know. Um, here's some more Marxerita. <laughs> the state has taken my salt. 
horrible. Some people claim that my professor is to blame, but I know it's someone else's fault. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, my my professor's fault because that's the big thing here is uh, uh is is that your professor is doing it to you you know right. um that's what he's freaked about so there's more marxarita here <laughs> marxism didn't work okay well so a lot of the people that bought into this crazy i'll say it again devilistic mentality devilistic yeah i love devilistic though and and like the people listening are probably like damn marxism's even better than i thought it was yeah (laughs) this guy really hates it Marxism deal going but they jumped off of marxism like rats off the titanic and they began to combine something called critical theory Bum, bum, bum. Uh, <laughs> oh no oh no that's bad critical theory mixed with marxism oh yeah, so he's bu- doing like one ounce triple sec one ounce critical race theory <laughs> yeah he's freaked he doesn't like this this is how to make a marxarita if you want the recipe so you, ha- you take some critical theory and then you take a little bit of uh oh here we go post Modernism, oh, that's like, from 1960 until where we are today. Take a little PM. My favorite thing is that he thinks postmodernism is a time. Right. Like, he thinks it's a span of time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't. It's so funny. I, <clears throat> it's been, you know, I know these guys don't know anything about this and they don't bother to read anything about this that's, that's not you know, Breitbart or or whatever. But this guy has such a low-level understanding of what he's talking about. Just, I mean, uh, just, uh, yeah, just, he just knows the words. (laughs) He's just making the rest of it up. The only thing he looked up was, like, what year Karl Marx was around and what year Plato was around. (laughs) Right, and what words. He looked up, like, were, like, he knows the some of the words. I don't think he knows anything else, but oh. he he knows critical theory and postmodernism and stuff like that. Like he knows those words, but here's, I think here's, he just watches Tucker. Probably. Here's how stupid he is. Does he like he's listening to famous Marxists? He's got Castro, and at the bottom he's got Mussolini. He looks like no, it's Maduro. He, oh, Maduro. Okay, Maduro. I, I was like, okay, well. Yeah, let me just poke one big hole in your 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 jib here, man. His Plato thing is like he's like he was fucking talking shit. You know what I mean? Like he he's, he loved Plato. This he's guy. A, he's also making Plato look like Jesus, which is funny. Yeah, yeah. Postmodernism. Then a little bit of classic Marxism. Yeah, we love that. And you've got a Marxarita. Oh, he's so proud. I of went himself. to a football game. Oh. Just a couple of years ago, I think I wrote about this in one of my books, and the guy in front of me was just totally drunk, wasted. He recognized me. Hey, man, I've gone to fellowship, and he could barely stand. He didn't even know a game was going on. Yet he was totally wasted, (laughs) intoxicated. Yeah. I'm afraid 
that a lot of us are wasted away in Mark's Aritaville. Yep. I'm afraid that we're drinking the communistic Kool-Aid of Marxism 2.0, critical theory, postmodernism, which are just different ways to say Marxism. Okay, well, that's not right. And I'm an idiot, right? You know, (laughs) Um, I did go to college for sociology and also, uh, you know, I know a little bit of this stuff. Uh, but oof. so there's a, here's a little more, I, I want him to get to talk about, you know, your professor that taught you all of this stuff. Uh, you know, the thing that bugs me about a lot of these things is that like people that have gone to college know that colleges are pretty conservative. No, but I was never taught Mark, any marks in college. Yeah. I mean, I was taught marks, but I was also taught like a bunch of other things you know what i mean it was like a ton of different stuff and i found when i was there and this isn't a knock against like ohio state or anything and this isn't saying that the professors aren't you know leftist or 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 whatever they they probably are they they did come off as that but they also were like you know you know how professors are they're they're kind of they're not going to take a side Right. Really? They're just kind of like, yeah, you know, went to s- something. So here he goes talking about professors. Parents, we pay a fortune, go into debt to send our kids to communistic colleges. <laughs> well, why are you doing that for? <laughs> oh, my God. Because Dr. Fuzzy Face was a weed smoking, heroin shooting up Woodstocker. <laughs> Fuck. He went he went heavy on Dr. Fuzzy Face because the heroin part <laughs> is fucking wild, man. Well, I also just wanted to just point out that like if <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> heroin. Most of the, those guys don't even exist in the academy. <laughs> yeah. Really. Well and, and and the funny thing about things like this is that like these people are like high level successful that he's talking about. These are not people that were fucking around. Like I never, when I was in college and even like when we do live shows, we have a lot of PhD candidates and shit like that. Come to the shows. I never think that I never think of them as like really cool party people. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like they don't do a bunch of drugs and stuff. They, they just read a lot of stuff about a very specific thing. A lot of times. Yeah. So who, who, who finally got some degree and he's teaching at the local university academia for the most part, always leans left. Almost always. Almost. Karl Marx was influenced by his professor. That's where he adopted atheism and some of the foundations that led to Marxism. I, I don't read a cool story about this in around 1917. The Orthodox Church of Russia had a meeting for several days about theology. They wanted to make sure that everybody was on the same page theologically. But on the last day, they had an argument about the color of their robes. I mean, it was a heated argument for 10 hours. 
The color of their robes. The church was talking about that. Yet, five blocks away, Uh oh. Lenin was using Marxism, communism, all the other isms to overthrow Russia. And within several months, he overthrew Russia. Atheism was the religion and the church was gone. <laughs> That's the, I, I got to say, some of the worst history I've ever heard somebody tell. I mean, I'm talking like my, my father-in-law yeah. type of of history when when you know one time talking to my father-in-law and he's talking about marxism he won't stop talking about marxism and i'm like um well you know where where did you learn what you know about marxism well also dude the russian revolution lasted damn near seven years no few months it's a few months <laughs> few months at the most yeah. Yeah, lenin was like standing down the street and he was like you know i think we're gonna take over the government and then three months later it was done <laughs> yeah I, but my father-in-law one time he i i go like well i mean you know he's like you don't know about this stuff and i'm like well i've read the i've read the text i've read the uh, uh communist manifesto which is almost nothing and capital and i'm like have you read either one of those and he's like you know, I haven't read Capital, and I don't have time to read the Communist Manifesto. It's actually it's- the opposite. You you <laughs> could read the Communist Manifesto in an afternoon. <laughs> you don't have time yeah. to read Capital. <laughs> and I told him the Communist Manifesto is nine pages. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could do it on your lunch break, really. <laughs> yeah, it's nine pages. It's not a big theory of how to build a government. That's what these guys think is that is that, you know, Marxism is a guy saying like this is how the government should be. And that's just like that's not the case. Right. Um, he got a second here. I had an interview with a well-known pastor in front of 4 million people set up to talk about my book I just wrote. Cool. Four million people. He happened to see on my Instagram feed that I made a statement just like I made, and he wrote me this pathetic, soft-serve ice cream text canceling me because he no. said... No, nobody tried to fo- cancel him, first of all. <laughs> Dude, these guys are dying to get canceled. Yes. Everybody... that I found that with the shock jocks now, too, Tom. They, it's all like a badge of honor. Yeah. They really... Because that is when the money starts rolling in. Is right. when you get canceled, you know? And right. look, I love canceling people. It's one of my favorite fucking things to do ever. But I've never heard this guy cancel i've never heard this guy get canceled i want to see i want to see what he deems being canceled it's great followers would understand and they will think i'm standing for conservatism and truth truth this is a pastor he said i got canceled because the the pastor got canceled he canceled him because of the truth he the the pastor texted him and said i'm gonna get fucking canceled for you because you're here telling the damn truth i mean come on oh i love it 
So, hey, the snake is here. I mean, I've been reading about this stuff, studying this stuff no, for about haven't. 20 years. I'm no, thinking, oh, no, it'll never really happen in America. <laughs> oh, it'll never really come forth. The snake will never really get out. It sounds to me like you've just been rich and having sex for the last 20 years. I know. I know. Remember, he's writing raps, too. So he's got all the time in the world. This is our last clip. Uh, I'm about to uh, just, it's going to wrap him up a little here. Sovereign Savior Jesus Christ. That's the deal. So once, once you make that decision, you realize we're all a part of the family of God. Is there racism out there? Yes, there's some racism. Some. <laughs> there, there's not. Is it A? Here and there. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes yeah. there's racism. It, this guy, by the way, October 2020, he's saying this, right? Like after George Floyd and 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 like that whole summer of stuff, he's like, is is there racism? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes like the cops years, will just kill a guy. Two years removed from that, he's probably like, racism's over or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Cops sometimes will just kill a guy for being black, but that's not even like that's not here he is not systemic racism in our culture oh. heck to the no heck we don't have a systemic skin problem we have a systemic sin problem yeah. and as a believer and as a church we aggressively go after and speak truth about racism we have a lot of compassion ministries. We want to build bridges and love people. As I've said about a squillion times here at, at Fellowship Church, we don't want to confuse acceptance with approval. Uh-oh. We is have people come in sick. here who are, who are gay. We have people come in here who are adulterers, who are fornicators. We have transgender people come in here. We have people from the sex industry that come in here. We've had murderers in here. We've okay. had all sorts. That's, that last one <laughs> to me is like so much different than the other people. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, like for for like half a second, you're like, well, I don't agree with anything this guy says, but like he's not casting anybody out. Although I wouldn't call people fornicators. That's weird. Uh, especially if I love sex as much as this guy does. I know. But, He's cheating, dude. He's cheating. I, I know he is. Yeah. But the insane part is on the back end. He's like, hell, we've also had murderers in there. <laughs> Rapists, <laughs> pedophiles, you name it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Along with like people that have never done anything wrong. He's got murderers with right. him. <laughs> right. There's a people in here, I'm, I'm telling you. And we accept everyone. As a believer, I accept, you accept, we accept, our church accepts everyone. But that does not mean that we applaud their behavior. Ah, boo. But this Mark Zaritaville says, not only do you have uh -oh. to accept me, woohoo, yeah. You're living in adultery. Yeah. All right. You're transgender. Woo. Yeah. Gay marriage. Oh, you freak. Sorry. When are we going to stand? I don't mean to be mean. It's all you do. I, I don't mean to, to yell at anybody, but when are believers, exactly when are pastors? <laughs> yeah. You are yelling at people for 
accepting people, basically. Yeah. So this is Ed Young. Uh, going to definitely be keeping an eye on Ed Young. Uh, I like his raps. I think he's got a good flow. Um, he's got a know. future in the business. He does. He's going to he's gonna be a rapper one day. Um, and that is this week's Holy Boys. Uh, go look at the Ed Young rap video. I promise it's worth looking at. The, the new, uh, what, the, what the new Testa dash meant. Go look for that. It's wonderful. Tom, it's been fun. I'll Always see you next course. week. So I have a guest this week. Uh, one of my favorite dudes, Jesse Farrar. What's up, Jesse? Hello, Brian. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start this show differently than I did the other episodes that we did. Okay. Uh, because I've never done this ever in the whole time I've been doing this. I'm going to apologize to a person. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do a live apology. Like, people. Holy shit. <laughs> I, you didn't tell me you were going to do this. I didn't know you were going to apologize to anybody. So I don't know what my reaction is going to be. I hope it's going to be. I hope it's cool. I, I have a hard time. I mean, I have a hard time. I don't know if you're like this, Brian. I have a hard time accepting apologies. I have a hard time hearing other people apologize um, because it's Brian. It's it's showing your vulnerability, man. It mm. really is. You know, and as a toxic male myself, that's uh, that makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, I'm an apology guy. Like. If I if somebody's mad at me, I immediately apologize. I'm literally in therapy where the guy is like, hey, man, not everything's your fault. And I'm like, yeah, but I feel like I can fix everything if I just say I'm sorry. That's <laughs> not people. I don't think that's a that's not a terrible impulse, though, because people don't. I know that the, I guess maybe the point of the show uh, is, is uh, counter to what I'm about to say, but people don't apologize enough. Um, they don't apologize sincerely enough right i mean because these are all half-assed uh after the fact way too late uh day late and a dollar short kind of <laughs> apologies but i think a real apology that comes quickly and sincerely is like that's really fucking that's hard to pull off and a lot of people don't do it i think you're right to say that sometimes you know yeah so i'm coming from the heart here this is coming directly from the heart here uh the last time we did a show together was the uh christmas break street fight and we were talking about my streaming service situation oh, uh, i canceled epics and i canceled discovery plus last week um so i did cancel some streaming services i did add amc plus <laughs> so i canceled one streaming service okay so net you're minus one Yes, I'm down one okay. streaming service. Uh, but the other thing that happened was uh, after my month off, I went back to work and Brett gave me a Christmas gift. And it was a Lego set of Dom's car from the Fast and the Furious. And okay. I was excited because it's Dom's car. You know what I mean? Like, I love the Fast and the Furious. So, so I got... Start I have a quick question. I I think I've only seen I think I've seen the first one and then I've seen Tokyo Drift. I think that's all I've seen of the series. But to me, Fast and Furious movies are immediately identifiable or recognizable as the franchise that posits what if you could have a bunch of different fucking cars all at the same time. 
So what is exactly Dom's car? Does he have one that he likes the most? A Charger, a Dodge Charger. It was the one his dad gave him (laughs) and uh, before he died. And it's a beautiful car. And it just has. That's the not logo the one. On. They're like they're not like jumping out of the jet to smash the rock on top of a bus or something in they that do. car. They use that car for some of that kind of stuff. They use that car to like rip <laughs> the vault out of the ground from the yes. bank that has they, like another car in it or something. They did do that. Yes, they did use that car to do that, and it's iconic. It's an iconic wow. car for these movies that I I love so much. They're my comic book movies. Like people get so excited about those fucking comic book movies. For me, it's it's Fast and the Furious. Those are my movies. But what ended up happening after that was I I was bored one night and I was just like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do these Legos. I'm just gonna see what it's like to do these Legos. And it captured my imagination. Uh <laughs> I gotta tell you, it just made what? me so happy to do. So <laughs> okay, that's it's good. I was telling you before we got started. I'm really glad for you that you have this fucking thing that I think is stupid and sucks because everybody needs that. Um, and I'm gonna th- I'm gonna think a lot of stuff is stupid and sucks. So it shouldn't it shouldn't matter to me that I I look at Brian and I go, you know, Brian's a smart guy. Brian's got a lot going on. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing playing with Legos for? Why the fuck would you ever do that in your life? Because it's not <laughs> it's not me. It's you. And I'm glad you got something. Well, my daughter's 17, you know, I, I don't, I'm not doing anything anymore. Like, it's not even like I have kids. It's just a kid. It's just, I just give her some money every once in a while and uh, she's gone all the time. So maybe uh, I'm empty nesting a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But shouldn't you like to start a garden or something? I, no, it's not important. It's not, a, no, I mean, there's it a Lego matter. garden. In, there's basically a Lego garden in my no. house. No, I don't want to, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so what I, I what I need to do, uh, so this weekend this is going to be so pathetic sounding. I went to a website called Rebrickable, which is where mm. you can go to look up MOCs, which are uh, maker something. Oh, I can't even remember what it is, but you can take an old set and turn it into a new set. Right, like a new thing. Like I could take my Mario question mark and turn it into a Zelda Triforce or whatever. See, this this gets at really my lack of experience with Legos and my consternation uh, about them as well. Because to me, Legos are when you're a baby, you can put the <laughs> Legos together and make them be whatever you want. Because you've just got the standard Lego, but you got the what is it? You got the yellow rectangle. You got the fucking red square, and you can basically make a tower or a slightly different type of tower with them. That, to me, is what Legos is. So the fact that their main business is producing sets of things that already exist, and you have the right pieces in there to put them into the thing that makes them the thing, you're basically doing a puzzle. Mm-hmm. That fucking That's so weird to me that they license IP, and that's the Legos. The Lego is its own thing. Why does it need to be intellectual property? So you, you telling me... Oh, I can actually make the Legos go into different things. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Of course you fucking can make the Lego. <laughs> that's the whole thing of Legos. You can make them that's, into different, like, I, of course you can. Point. I'm staring right now at Seinfeld's set from the show Seinfeld, the, uh, where they made it. No, not a Seinfeld fan. I haven't seen them all. Don't even know much about it. But I'm looking at his set. I'm looking at an actual Vespa licensed by the Vespa Corporation. 
and a NES, a Nintendo. Okay. A Nintendo game, a TV, and a Nintendo controller. Like that's what I'm looking at right now, just in front of me. So you so, can take you can go on the website and you can drag and drop these and say, I have this, I have this, I have this, and they yes. say, Well, you can make the fucking ship from Firefly or whatever. Yeah, or you could make I want you can make a Lamborghini Countach, you know. Um so I'm looking through this thing. Um, you know, you input all of the sets that you have. And uh, basically what it does is it, it you can mix them up together and uh, stuff like that. So one of the things under your account is total estimated value, which is, I think, what you've paid for Legos in your life. And uh, oh. what I need to do right now, <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I saw it. Uh, I want to apologize to my wife. Because since January, I've spent $2,294.40 on Legos. Holy shit, Brian. <laughs> I had no idea. Shit. I would have never known this. I didn't. I, had, I saw that number and I was like, that's a problem. And that's when I started saying, I need to start selling Legos. Oh, it's so it's fucking it's April 27th. As we're recording this, and normally I, I look, I don't want to put a date on the shows. I don't know when you're going to release these things or whatever, but people got to know the time period. It ain't like it's October, gang. <laughs> we're still in, we're still in April over here. So that's so roughly that's what five fifty a month on Legos. We'll say <laughs> maybe like a little bit like that. Yeah, I didn't realize okay. it was going like that though, because I only buy like one hundred to two hundred dollar Lego sets. Which yeah. might even make it seem more psycho that like I'm buying cheaper sets and I still spent that amount of money. And I'm fucking walking around the house whining because I can't afford the DeLorean right now from Back to the Future. I've heard you we say this over and over and over again about the fucking DeLorean Lego set. And I'm, I don't I even live with you. I'm not even in your house. So it must be. <laughs> <laughs> I've met you only one time and yet I know how badly you want the DeLorean Lego set. So this must be something that's ongoing for your family. Uh, well, yeah, it just came out at the beginning of April. And um, I okay. finished my Vespa that I was working on. And I was like, ah, I'm going to run to Target and get some Legos. Because once I finish one, I'm like, I got to go fucking get more. You know what I mean? So uh -huh. I go to Target to get the Legos. And they have this Fender guitar that... I settled on. I was just like, ah, oh, yeah. I mean, do you it. like guitars guitar. or anything? Oh no, I don't play guitar or anything okay. like that. Actually, it seems like really dorky to get because it looks like a real dad thing to have. Which I'm a dad, so that's fine. Uh -huh. Um, so I buy this fucking guitar, and I had been searching every day to see if there were Legos, uh, uh, the Lego DeLorean at the Lego store, and I went to Target, Barnes and Noble, like I was everywhere looking for this thing and then the day fucking after i buy this guitar the delorean is at the store and now i'm staring at this guitar like what a piece of shit this is yeah. stupid set because I want, I want the delorean so bad did you notice how it started out with an apology to your wife and now it's just the continuance of the gripe that <laughs> you've been making all month I know it's crazy. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> I'm I, so fucking crazy right now. 
you seem nuts. I I will say though, you know, and, and you, you've probably heard Stefan and I talk about this. Maybe not as much as the Lego Delorean, but Stefan and I have also got into our Twilight Years uh, stupid infantile uh, collection obsession, which is basketball cards, um, which are no less expensive than Legos. Uh, they have no more utility than Legos. Um, they uh, they're 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 inherently every bit as stupid except for i mean you can't even build anything with them so it's not like we're even improving our hand-eye coordination or anything so we're just looking at them and then putting them in the box so that's i mean honestly that's every bit as stupid um so i guess i guess i will also say i will also be apologizing today on the show i want to apologize to brian for my judgment of his idiotic collection when the reality is i have you know, perhaps an even stupider collection, you know, right here next to me that I take, I take out and look at all the time. So I'm, he without sin, whatever, cast the something thing. I, I'm doing it, you know? <laughs> he without sin, cast the thing. You could make a house of cards out of the basketball cards, Jesse. I would never do that. No, it would ruin the value. You don't understand. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, man. I think you get, I, I can't believe I held out on a hobby this long like i feel semi proud of myself that like it just happened for me uh and my my wife and some of the listeners to street fighter like you should stream uh lego stream mm -hmm. and then people will buy your legos for you or whatever and i'm like no i don't want to turn my hobby this is the first hobby i'm not going to turn into my job yeah i was going to say you do have a lot of hobbies but you just you end up talking about them on here so it is sort of <laughs> You, I mean, you you do drugs. You listen to uh, racist radio guys. Um, That's true. Those are all things you've mined for content. So you do have some hobbies. They're just destructive, maybe they're for bad. you. They're, they're very bad. That's true. So the first apology we're gonna. I found some apologies that I think are very Jesse. Now I did okay. find a Kickstarter one, but I don't know if I'm gonna do that because uh, okay. it's long. But I did find this. Domino's Pizza had to issue an apology in mm. 2009. Two Domino's Pizza employees in Conover, North Carolina, posted YouTube videos of themselves flippantly violating multiple public health laws. Their recorded actions include putting cheese in the nose, blowing mucus on a sandwich, and putting a sponge used to wash dis dishes between the butt between their buttocks. Uh, I, I don't usually say buttocks, but it was there. So they that's did. in the report. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's not on you. <laughs> but so these guys. I mean, this happened in Ohio too, and Columbus at one point. These guys were making videos of themselves, like laying their dick on um, subs at Subway, which I don't even know how you work that out. Because no, the counter's pretty high over there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they were just rubbing their dicks on, and it fucking took the city by storm. Like everybody was like. But they're rubbing their dicks on the subway. Um, but this situation, this is also a thing for me where it's like, where it's like these guys were just doing something that's done. You know, I worked at McDonald's and uh -huh. we did all kinds. Well, I didn't put my buttocks on anything. I, I did, you know, at times, like I, I remember vividly dropping a part of a bun in a trash can on top and just pulling it off and putting it on the sandwich. Um, mm -hmm. When I eat fast food, specifically food that's prepared by teenagers, mm -hmm. I sort of am making a deal with the devil at that point, you know? 
I get uh, what you're saying. My expectations are low at these places for sure. Um, but I, I gotta say, and I, I, I know who I'm talking to, and I know whose show I'm on. But I do think that if you shove my food up your nose and then blow it out on the wrapper and hand it to me, I think you do got to get fired from that job because you don't want to do it. You, you don't want to do it anymore. You know what? It's it's fine. I get it. I know that my job is really good by comparison. Um, and if I want to blow my nose on something, I'm the guy who gets mad at me because I'm the one sitting. I have to sit in it. So I get it. But if you want to fuck off at work and you're a restaurant guy, like go smoke weed outside yes. or like or go fart in the uh, walk in fridge or what I, I do whatever you want to do that just don't don't put don't put like poo poo and boogers and armpit <laughs> yeah. juice and stuff on my kids chicken McNuggets you know like well, this just is, fucking go to sleep at work don't don't barf on me this is 2009 I don't know where YouTube was at at that point like was it like this huge thing knockout or, game it was knockout game it was the knockout game website. Was, yeah, yeah. So this guy, Patrick Doyle, president, Domino's USA mm. is uh, his name, um, is, is uh, he has to apologize, uh, which I find strange because he didn't do it. No, he's doing other really bad stuff. Um, <laughs> but I guess you do. I think the reality is, is that we all know that shit rolls downhill. However... The guy at the top of the hill does at least have to say, hey, we're pushing all the shit down. Like, he has to go out there and tell everybody that he's rolling the shit, right? Oh, yeah. I, I just, and I'm not saying that it's okay for people to put cheese up their nose and snot it on a pizza or whatever. No, I would, like, no, I, I would hope not, no. I think that's bad. I just think that, like, when you eat at these places, you got to make peace with that. But you also should have the, you have the right to suspect that some shit you have the right to like be mad if you find out you know that's i'm not saying you can't be mad once you find out because it is bad to put the dishwashing thing yeah. between your cheeks you know that's bad, that's bad. Yeah. and i think you can get fired for that that's totally fine it just it feels like the same way like some cities have like unwritten rules about open container where if you have the bottle in a um bag the cops won't bother you about it, which isn't necessarily true they'll bother you if they want to of course but like <clears throat> but like you can get away with that and it's really like a game of cat and mouse between the police people are doing what they're not supposed to do and the police are going to they know the police are going to try to catch him and that's just that's the whole game but so this should be that we just have to understand that, like, of course, they get fired if they get caught, mm -hmm. but that they make that deal when they say I'm going to get caught. And the owner or the the guy from Domino's is making the deal that he's going to be vigilant and trying to catch them when he hires them. Yeah, he he at least has to say that he's going to do that. Um, and that's just the way that. I think that's the way that for a while power worked is that you did have to say, well, I don't know. We'll probably do something good here pretty soon. Um, but I think now you don't have to do that anymore. I think now you can just, I, I think now the move would just be to ignore it. Um, you just fire the guy who did the booger sandwich and be like, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Whatever. Um, 
And that's actually really smart because the truth is, is nobody actually cares except for the guy who got the booger sandwich. But fuck that guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the people that eat there probably had a story to tell everybody for a little while. You yeah. know, where they're like, oh, I ate at the Domino's where they're, you know, rubbing their dicks on the sandwiches and stuff like that. Isn't that fucked up? And then like they, you know, their friends are they're just going back and forth. So here is Domino's president, Patrick Doyle, who is apologizing. Hello, I'm Patrick Doyle, president of Domino's USA. Recently, we discovered a video of two Domino's team members who thought that their acts would be a funny YouTube hoax. Well, it's still funny, right? Like, and he uses, I noticed a thing on this where he keeps calling it a hoax. That's like weird. Where, yeah. It didn't really happen is I what he's trying to say. It's kind of similar to what doxing is now, um, which is it's not anything. It doesn't make any sense. By the way, your, your YouTube recommendations <laughs> popping up in the fucking thing when you hit pause is so cursed. Um, <laughs> some really nasty stuff. I, the, the one I can clearly make out is, Anthony Kumia, is that how you say his name? Or Kumia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one one hundred impressions. That guy has one hundred impressions. Okay. Um, yeah, but most of them very racist too. Yeah. Um. So, I think hoax. It's interesting. Hoax was going around for a while as something that you could just say, and nobody would really be able to pinpoint what the meaning of the word is. But I think to me, it's probably. I would say it's closer to what we now understand to be a uh, prank. Um, which evolved from social experiment. If you remember that on YouTube, oh, yeah, yep. being the thing you could say is like, I was doing a social experiment, which means I was acting psychotically to see if anything <laughs> would happen on camera that I could host. Um, the, but host is kind of similar. Yeah. Those were the good old days when, when you, you know, when like Logan Paul went over to Japan and said, no, I was pranking the yeah. suicide people in, uh, in the uh, forest. Right. Like, Dude, come on, man. To All me, right. a prank is you call somebody on the phone, and when they pick up, you hang up the phone. That's what a That's, prank is to me. Um, that is a good not, prank, though. I did that a lot. It's so good because the other guy's on the other end going, hello, hello, hello. Fuck, I already hung up, you <laughs> idiot. My friends used to do these prank calls where they would just call at like 2 in the morning and say that you know they're, the person's kid is drunk and is, at oh. the, uh, is too drunk and is at the bar. So the parents have to go pick them up. And then obviously the parents get up, they go to pick them up and they're not at the bar. They're wherever they are. So that was a really shitty prank that I think about now. Cause what if somebody did it to me? I never thought I'd have a kid, I guess. So right. I was like, Oh geez, I hope nobody does that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wouldn't believe it if they told me my daughter was too drunk cause she's too much of a nerd. <laughs> 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 so i also want to say the one that says best of the week is bubba the love sponge so oh, anthony boy. bubba and uh then a uh preacher a mega preacher and then a guy named dan pena the trillion dollar man and okay, I, I was hearing yeah i heard that episode you guys did with, with about that guy what a weirdo huh oh yeah he's he's not a good dude <laughs> he's insane. not a good man yeah all right here we go we sincerely apologize for this incident. We thank members of the online community who quickly alerted us and allowed us to take immediate action. Although the individuals in question claim it's a hoax, we are taking this incredibly seriously. Okay. This was an isolated incident in Conover, North Carolina. 
Not going to believe that. I, Jesse, I'm not going to believe it's an isolated incident in one place. I guess this particular incident was isolated in the sense that these guys only did it. It's not like they traveled around to different locations doing this exact thing. But as far as food tampering goes, it depends on the scope of the prank, right? I mean, yeah, that's like a good monkey wrenching move, actually. Yeah. Just, you know, I'm going to get a job in another Domino's and, you know, I'm going to go around the country working at Domino's under an assumed name and putting my dick on all the food so people don't know if it's safe to eat the Domino's. You know, people used to do that, Brian, but they don't want to work anymore. So I think that's, that's probably sucks. <laughs> sucks. The two team members have been dismissed and there are felony warrants out for their arrest. See, I think that's too far, Jesse. I think it's El- too a far. felony. So I don't know. I know that felony is worse than misdemeanor, but I guess I don't know how much worse it is. How bad is it to have a felony versus a misdemeanor? So the difference between a felony and a misdemeanor is uh, misdemeanor. You go to jail or, or for no more than six months. A felony. You go to jail for more than six months is what I believe the difference is. That's what I was taught in school. Okay, I, I so I don't I don't have a I don't have any idea what the actual difference is. I just know that what you said cannot possibly be true. But that's not it's not speaking from any kind of experience. It's just simply because of the way that you said it that I think it's not. I don't believe. <laughs> surely there's something else. Surely there's another. Uh, I I feel like people get locked up for misdemeanors for longer than that, don't they? If they keep doing them, maybe like if you keep crossing the street wrong, you'll eventually go to jail for the rest of your life. Isn't that? Oh, now they say less than a year in jail. I'm oh, reading. shit. They bumped it up. I guess. Yeah. I was told six months back when I was a young man. Uh, and, wow. Well, young kid in, in uh, high school. So okay. maybe they were just trying to trick me into committing a uh, felony <laughs> so that I would get put away for a little longer. <laughs> I think... Um... I'm not, I'm not, you know what? I'm not one of our many qualified judges sitting on the bench around the country right now. Um, I think maybe if you blow snot in a sandwich, I think you should have to go get a different job. Like you should go work at a yeah. shoe store or something or be an investment banker or whatever. I don't care, but maybe get away from people's food. But I guess I don't think you should go to prison forever. Um, no. <laughs> there's got to be some kind of middle ground between those two things, right? Right. Yeah. The store has been shut down and sanitized from top to bottom. Okay. Oh, well, you should do that every night anyways, right? What are you talking about? We finally <laughs> so cleaned much. the store. Okay. Is nothing more important or sacred to us than our customers' trust. We're reexamining all of our hiring practices to make sure that people like this don't make it into our stores. I, <clears throat> I heard that part. And I was like, how are you doing that? Like, how are you, you doing your hiring so that people don't rub their butts on the dishwashing uh, rag? How, how are you doing that? Well, that's not I possible. I, I guess what, what my honest suggestion would be to not hire someone who has like an active YouTube channel. <laughs> that, would be, that would be one way to actually accomplish what they wanted to accomplish. Whether they want to do that or not, I don't. I guess I don't know, and obviously you would just lie, I guess, and I guess if it got out that Domino said, post your YouTube channel URL here, people would go fucking insane, like, leave me alone, I don't want you to look at my YouTube or whatever, but yeah, it does seem like the only reason you would do any of that stuff 
is if you were disgruntled, in which case that's the employer's fault, probably. Uh-huh. Um, or if you had a YouTube channel, which maybe if you have a YouTube channel that sh- you shouldn't, maybe you shouldn't work at Domino's if you have a YouTube channel. Maybe that makes sense. I don't know. You can't work around food if you have a YouTube channel is a, is a good point. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. If you're a prank channel, you shouldn't be allowed to work around food. I think right, that's okay. a, a really right. good idea. I mean, that's kind of doxing, though, in a way. Like, people would get mad about that. It's, well, it's and doxing. Say, and it's a hoax. Yeah, you're right. That's true. <laughs> it is. And it's cancel. We have auditors across the country in our stores every day of the week, making sure that our stores are as clean as they can possibly be and that we're delivering high-quality food to our customers day in and day out they have like air marshals in the dominoes yeah i don't believe that even a little bit dude i don't believe that they have auditors going from dominoes to dominoes and saying like hey man uh are you putting your dick on the bread don't do that that's against (laughs) the rules here it's like um you know whenever whenever something bad happens on a flight and people are like uh hey where's the fucking air marshals and they're like well there's like three of those guys in the whole i mean how many how many fucking air marshals you think you ever see a job listing for an air marshal? You ever get that uh, invitation to apply on Indeed for the fucking air marshal job? There's like, there's not that many of those guys. So they're just on a plane to Albuquerque while everyone else is getting dragged off the plane and smashed in the face by an anti mask guy. They're not there. That's true, too. Yeah. You never hear about, um, hey, this anti mask guy freaked out and started throwing punches at the stewardess uh and the air marshal shot him in the head which is fine if he shot him in the head i'd be fine with that that's okay Uh, of course yeah yeah. here's here's something you'll never hear someone say in your entire life thank god the air marshal was on board it's never been said never been uttered by anyone because there aren't any and there are no (laughs) domino's pizza auditors no there's not the domino's gestapo showed up today (laughs) that's so weird they're turning over tables and shit screaming (laughs) They got their own little Pinkertons group to investigate pizza crimes. I know you're fucking with the food. Here's who really has that is Amazon. Amazon really actually has those guys. Domino's doesn't fuck with that. Domino's is is little bank compared to Amazon. Amazon will fuck you up if you want to talk some shit about Amazon. They got some guys roaming around with billy clubs and stuff. But Domino's, it's just they sell $5 pizzas. They don't have the fucking, they can't hang. Yeah, Amazon is like all the way on the other side of this situation where it's like people are peeing in bottles there right. so that they don't get in trouble for going to the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, and the worst thing about it is, is my, my pee bottle showed up two days late. I, what do I fucking pay for prime for <laughs> if the pee bottles aren't going to show up? It's fucking aggravating. I've been keeping Gatorade bottles in my office so that in case I'm in a pot doing a podcast, I have to pee and I can't get away. But uh, I can't bring myself to pee in a bottle in my own house. Like, I, I know I could pause and just go pee. Brian, are you serious? Yeah, I've thought about it. I mean, sometimes you're in the middle of like a, a two-hour podcast and you got to pee worse than anything. And you're looking over at that one empty bottle you have sitting next to you. And you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go fucking pee in that, I think. I'm going to pee in that while I'm podcasting. But you haven't done it, though. No, no, I don't have the guts. I don't think I have the guts to do it. Okay. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> the Legos are right there. You could pee in the Legos and then go no, about your bit. You don't man. have to stack the. Oh, you wouldn't. Oh, you wouldn't pee on your Legos now? 
Yeah, because it would hurt the resale value, probably. <laughs> I got to sell these. I'm like at $2,000 here. Oh, God, don't say that. <laughs> the independent owner of that store is reeling from the damage that this has caused. And it's not a surprise that this has caused a lot of damage to our brand. It oh, sickens that sucks me for you. that the actions of two individuals could impact our great system, where 125,000 men and women work for local business owners around the U.S. and more than 60 countries around the world. All right. That seems like he's bra he took time to brag. It's like when somebody there's there's this uh, uh, wrestling promoter named Tony Khan. He runs AEW. And a lot of times he'll go on Twitter and he'll say something insane. And then people start being like, damn, man, that's pretty insane what he said. And then he'll thread the next tweet. And it's a plug for the show that's happening. <laughs> that night and that's what this feels like it feels yeah. like it feels like this guy is like uh hey you know we're pretty mad about it but did you know they're you know we're a nationwide company never I again will we allow two rogue individuals to besmirch the name of award-winning pizza sauce uh purveyors dominoes according to jd power and associates the number one sauce year over year rankings yeah shut up <laughs> yeah yeah shut up yeah we take tremendous pride in crafting delicious food that they deliver to you okay. every day. Okay. There are so many people who've come forward with messages of support for us. No, they that, that, now that's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. Right there. Cause I really want to know if like that didn't happen, right? Like that's we what I hope to know. I don't know. When was this when is this from? 2009. So is this before or after the Dom? I mean, Domino's was the one that did the big apology for saying how bad their food sucked forever, and they were that's finally going to turn it around, right? Yes, yes, they did. Which is that's a good move, I think. I thought that was great. I just was this is this before or after the big uh, sea change in Domino's pizza culture? Um, I'm checking right here. They got it right here. Uh, 2009. So the same fucking time it Whoa. looks like that this is going on they're fucking oh uh, yeah yep it is 2009 2010 so they're fucking like uh, th this might have got them to do it if you think about it that's interesting in in which case you can attribute their great turnaround to the the butt wiping guys so I know. maybe not so bad after all they deserve money I think because they said that Domino's did turn around after that. People have said, yeah, like, oh, yeah, they're they're, you know, doing better than ever now. And it's like, maybe they owe those kids some fucking money, man. I, I think I think you're probably right. And, you know, I, I to 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 go back to what you were saying about did did they get messages of support? I think it's possible because. I mean, I know it's 2022 now. It's not 2009 anymore. Although, gosh, I wish it was. Oh, let me go back. Let me go back. <laughs> Um, I do think that, uh, that Stan culture has morphed into a thing that I, I don't think I ever would have believed because you can go now on the Twitter, uh, you know, I don't know what they're calling the tab where you click the magnifying glass at the bottom and it just shows you a bunch of stuff you don't want to look at. Um, <laughs> but if you go on there, you will, you will constantly be seeing like new, uh, obsessions, new, like new organizations of fans that have coalesced around like an individual or like a show or something that you've never heard of or assumed that no one liked or cared about. And they are the most like virulent, obnoxious people that you could ever 
collect in one group. And it's for it's for fucking everything. Everything on Earth has this. It's crazy that Domino's has fans. Like there shouldn't be I know. fans for a fast food place. I don't think. I mean, but that's my brain, right? I Where know. I'm not a fan of nothing. <laughs> I, I know, I know. It's it's weird. I, there are things that I like. But to ever for me to ever say I am a fan of this thing would be really hard. I would have to decouple a lot of things in my mind to start identifying in that fashion. And, you know, as someone who ostensibly has fans or at least has people who like what I do, that's maybe a, an uncomfortable realization because God bless them. I hope that someone talks shit on me. They go fucking crazy on them uh, on the computer over there. But it's it's hard for me to get into that space. Like, you know, when, when someone's show gets canceled, um, I, I always remember the OA. You remember the OA? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, this is on Netflix. I don't know if you were subscribing to Netflix at this time. Yes, <laughs> I, I was on Netflix, yeah. I, yeah, I know you were. But um, the, when the OA got canceled, I, I remember I had actually seen some of the show. So I was familiar with it. It's like surreal. Um, well, well, I, it's like a, it was like a mystery box kind of show. It's just a weird, a weird program that people got really into. And then they did the they did the movements from the show outside of Netflix heads headquarters. Didn't they do that like to save the show? And yeah. Whether they I don't know if they believed it was happening because it had like in the show the symbols and the movements had they had some kind of uh, metaphysical effect on the environment. I don't know. I don't remember what it was. It was some who cares? It was stupid. But. I would. I don't know if they thought that was happening in real life or if it was just symbolism for what they liked about the show. I don't remember what, but any way you crack it, that's fucking nuts to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it was like the people, the Britney Spears people, which uh -huh. in the end that actually worked, right? Maybe they, like, maybe they were right. Yeah, yeah, but, they but did. The amount of the amount of caring you have to do to get to the point where eventually you're vindicated, I think, is the hump that I can't quite get over. How do you? I'll just lay down and die. I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't have that. I don't have that fight in me. Oh, you canceled my favorite fucking show. Well, I guess I still have to live for another 40 years. So maybe something <laughs> good will happen in between now and then. I don't know. This is a fucking show. I just do something else, but there's more shows. Know. There's going to be more shows. There's always more shows coming. I out. think even if they canceled the idea of shows altogether, I'd be like, well, I guess I'm on movies now. Like I, I oh, wouldn't would even fuck me up. Well, yeah, I know it would be a problem for you, but would you go and do, would you go do a protest outside of uh, stars? I don't have stars streaming service anymore because I canceled <laughs> it with you and DB and Brett on the air. So no, I wouldn't do that. I'm with sorry stars. for tearing the bandaid off. Oh God. <laughs> There's also a show on stars right now that I'm looking at <sighs> and I'm just like, but it doesn't seem like it's up my alley. I'm going to wait a while and see where the rotten tomatoes score goes. Like, three weeks in and see if I uh, want to watch this show gaslit. Well, why don't um, you wait and see if it's canceled after two weird seasons? Why don't you just wait and see? There's no point in picking it up if it's not going to. What do you need to see 20 episodes of something for? I just have to pick up everything. You know, it's I need and I know this is not your way. I yeah. need to see and know everything like mm. I can't live thinking about there being something that people are watching that i don't see that's why i see all the comic book movies i go to the fucking mcu movies not because i like them because everybody else is doing it and i want to be part of the conversation about the movie that is i mean you really are a person for whom twitter has 
destroyed your brain. You really have, <laughs> you have adapted to this now needing to be a part of the conversation in such a way that you will, you will change your life around that obsession. I, but I don't even have to say that no. I, like I watch all kinds of shows that I never talk about on Twitter, but you just want to be, uh, you want to be conversant. You want to be fluent. You want to understand the, the references and stuff. Yeah. I want to hear what people are talking about. Like, I want to be like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I saw that. I saw winning time in my mind. I don't post about things. That's one show I do post about. Cause I like it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Bad example. But what's one that I'm watching right now that I, there are shows I'm watching right now that I will never post about. I'll never talk about the Batman. I saw that. Mm -hmm. And I've said like two times it's my favorite Batman movie, but that mm. doesn't mean that much because, you know, I mean, favorite of the Batman movies. I don't even care about any of the other Batman movies. You're so, not a Batman guy, so it doesn't mean yeah. anything. I love yeah. a three hour movie, though. Just really? In my yeah. Yeah, it's relaxing. I li that's why I watch TV shows, man. It's like because it's a 10 hour situation. I know 10 hours of my life is taken care of. While I'm watching a TV show. And are you peeing in bottles for that or? No, I wish. I wish. I'm telling you, I wish I did. I wish I peed <laughs> in bottles, man. I wish I did. So my, <laughs> my next apology here is from Applebee's. Um, in 2001, a server at a Madison Heights, Michigan Applebee's accidentally served 15-month toddler Dominic Wilson Jr. an apple juice that was spiked with alcohol. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's Damn. so funny. The parents of the toddler called local police when they noticed that their son was saying hi and bye to the walls in the restaurant and laying his head on the table. <laughs> Holy I mean, shit. I'm going to kill the kid. You know, that's the way I think about this stuff. People freak <sighs> out thinking a kid drank a little. I mean, people freak out thinking a kid drank a little bit of Coke. You know, it's yeah. not. Not a huge deal. You know, one little bit of alcohol. Get the kid drunk when he's 15 months old. It's not going to change anything in the future at all. I don't, I don't know, Brian. I think this is a huge mistake. I would be super pissed. I think I would go Karen mode. I think, <laughs> I think I might sue the restaurant if this happened to me. I really do think that. I think that's really fucked up. You have to get your shit you know what? I I guess if it was malicious, then you would really, yeah. then you'd really, really be upset. An accident, accidents can happen. I guess I would be questioning how was the apple juice spiked with liquor? Are you talking about? Did you use a syringe to put it in a fucking Mott's juice box? Or are you guys well, making apple juice cocktails in the bed? What the fuck are you doing that for? <laughs> what, how, how did this happen? And at Applebee's, they got those stupid kids cups too. The little plastic cups with the top on them with a the straw. Okay, you know? so are they are they pre-mixing apple juices from concentrate and then leaving them in the fridge so they can be distributed during rush hour for the kids and then for their own for like the server's own benefit they've got some they've got like a shot of vodka in one of them and they didn't mark it or something is that <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how this works the logistics of this are very troubling to me in a way that I don't understand how are they how are you working as a restaurant such that this could even possibly occur you know I got a guess. I do okay. have a guess here of how All this right. happened. Uh, somebody at Applebee's that works there does not want to work sober at all. 
which is mm-hmm. that's totally understandable at an Applebee's. It's it's got to be the worst place in the world to work. I mean, the clientele is just going to scream at you. I, I mean, it's like they have yeah. a high level screaming at you clientele. I know when I used to go to Applebee's when I was 18, 19 years old, I saw that as fine dining. Sure. And uh if anything was messed up, I was furious because I'm here I'm, I'm paying uh $13 for a steak. <laughs> but at the time it felt like a whole ton of money um so i think one of the guys maybe in the back was spiking apple juice for himself what are the mechanics of the spiking of that? that's what i'm trying to figure out is it a is it a box of juice do you think it's one of those like bottles of juice it's i think it's one of those plastic cups that uh they put a, a lid on and you can put a straw through the lid that you yeah. can take home as like a souvenir of your time at Applebee's. Okay, so are those already made up, I guess is my question. No. This happened to my daughter, really. Not the so back there's this place called Hoggies here. It's like a barbecue place. And when my daughter was like three or four years old, she was like, uh, we we went and got hoggies and and we ordered her a lemonade. And uh, she took a swig of her lemonade and she was like, Oh, that's spicy. And we were like, spicy? I mean, no, it's not. It's, this isn't 2022 with the flaming hot Mountain Dew. This no, is- not yet, baby. Not yet. <laughs> it's going to be a while, you know? Yeah. So I tasted it. And it was Coke. It was Coca-Cola. And uh, I didn't get mad at all. I didn't, I, you know, okay, I was trying to get sure. my kid on pop, like, really young. I, I was like, you got to try this stuff, man. It so- fucking sets everything off in your brain. <laughs> So my kids, my kids now are eight and ten, and they don't drink soda. Um, we don't, we don't offer them soda. We don't really keep it in the house for them. They, I guess, they have asked to try it before, and we've let them try it, and they go, mm, ugh, "I don't like that." And I go, "Yeah, you're right. It's not. It isn't good." Um, so I guess I'm a little bit different in that sense, but I would not freak out if they had a sip of it because it's not like drugs or something. I think they would just go. I mean, like you said, they don't like it. I mean, they're, 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 instinctively, it's not a thing that you should be drinking, I think. For the most part, people are not drawn to it because of an innate desire to drink soda. You know, like we want, we want milk, we want water, I think, inherently. I don't think we necessarily want uh, phenyl kettle line and nines or whatever. The, whatever they yeah. say on the back of Diet Coke that I know doesn't apply to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever those things are. We don't need those things. But I, the booze is so different, man. It is. I'm like, and that's so young. That's, oh, God. I'm not saying the kid has permanent damage from drinking booze. I think I, I think there's still some part of me, and it's hard for me to let go of this because I think in the end it maybe does me more harm than good. But there is a part of me that's like, you know what? No, no harm, no foul, but it shouldn't have happened. Like, it, yeah. sh- this should not have happened because of the principles that we all agree to follow. Like, I think like traffic is where this comes up for me a lot, which is like someone swerves in front of me and I don't hit them. Um, and really it was, I wasn't like about to hit them cause I'm a defensive driver anyways. I'm not distracted. I, it's so, you know, <laughs> but, but still you fucking cut me off for no reason. You shouldn't have done that. There was no point in you doing it. It was a huge risk to you and me and my family nothing was gained you're still writing in front i'm still mad you know i'm still mad about it even though nothing happened and i think that's how i would feel with this too is like nothing happened but what the fuck were you what were you doing 
Well, I will say this. They took their son to the hospital where they claimed, although disputed on Applebee's official statement on its website, <laughs> that the toddler's blood alcohol content was 0.10 and the doctors told them that their son would have died if he had finished the juice. Now, uh, you know, a I, 0.10, I don't know what alcohol content is at all. People are always like, he had a 0.10. And I'm like, is that like a lot or I, not I very think, much? I think. 0.08 is the legal limit here in Tennessee for driving. It may be different now, but that's what I remember uh, from when I cared. And, you know, obviously depends on body type and tolerance and all this other type of stuff. Hell, even even liquor type, because if it's tequila, it's a freaking party. OK, um, oh, but yeah. I think I, I think probably 0.1 would I think you would consider an infant fairly intoxicated at yeah. that point, if that is, in fact, the real blood measurement there. So that's that's pretty. I mean, he might have a hangover. Well, I'm saying I'm suing, right? There's no way I'm not suing Applebee's. If you I agree get that you shot. would, you would, you would sue them. Oh, yeah. You feel oh. okay? Because I thought I was out on a limb with that, but I really do think I would. If I get one shot to sue a place like Applebee's, I'm yeah. taking it. It's like that Eminem song. If you yeah. have one shot, if they fed your kid vodka, what would you do? Would you take that opportunity? And yes, I would. And I would not. I'd be rich right now, right? Uh, and I'd be sitting on an island, not posting, and not doing podcasts. Okay, how about this? The use you, you sue them for giving your kid a shot of uh, uh, a Popov vodka in the in the Mott's apple juice, and they say, "Look, we can take this thing to trial if you want, but you're going to have all kinds of fees and all that type of stuff, or we'll give you we'll give you seventeen thousand five hundred dollars to go away. Are you going away? Oh man, no, I I'd go away for two hundred grand." 200 like, yeah that's where i'm always at is that amount of money feels yeah. like it's going to change everything for me uh that's wow. what i feel like is the amount of money that like you know obviously it would be great if like somebody asked me to do a tv show or asked me to well i did do a tv show but you know what i mean it would be great if like netflix was like Hey, you know, we'll give you two hundred grand to to make a TV show, which I don't think that's what they're giving people. No, because by the way, the number I said is a lot closer to what you would actually get, and probably <laughs> is I what I said is probably more than what you would get to make a Netflix show. I think. Yeah, which I wouldn't even. I don't even know if I would take that, right? Because I've no, made a TV a, show and it's very hard. It's, it's a lot of work. work. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Uh, but like, I would take okay this situation right here, right? I would in my mind see that $200,000 is possible. And I would know that, yeah, I'm going to sue these motherfuckers for like $5 million. And then yeah. we'll see where I end up in the end. But if I get 200 grand, I'm settling. I'm just like, I'm fucking done, dude. I'll, I'll take it. I think I, I think I can fix everything. I think 200 my grand, life. I think that might wipe out Applebee's like across the country. If you got a $200,000 settlement against them, I don't know. How, I don't know. I think they're coming back from that. And I'll tell you the first thing I'd buy, the fucking first thing I'd buy is the uh, Lego Titanic set that is $780. Oh, Brian, buddy. It's the first thing. The first thing, if I ever got any kind of amount of money yeah. where I could afford to just be like, I'm going to fucking drop $750 on a toy, that mm. I'm going right to. I mean, I want that more than clothes more than a house, more than paying off my debts. Like, yeah. I, I want to spend $750 can I, can I, this, on a toy. This, look, 
this is not my place to say this, okay? But let me just let me just offer this, okay? $750 is $75 a month for 10 months, right? Hell yeah. Yeah. So if we think about our streaming situation when it comes to the content that we're taking, I don't know if you've set this up where you've you've done like a collective like bill on your streaming. Not doing that. Not let's, doing that. Let's just let's just say it's seventy five bucks because I don't know what is that you know six or seven streaming services maybe five streaming services um, uh-huh. depending on which ones you get. If you could pair those back um, on a monthly basis, not even for the full year, it's April right now. If you could make it to february of next year february 2023 and then binge watch all the stuff you missed on paramount plus and peacock and whatever the fuck else you're paying for over there you might could you know get the titanic thing and and be you know no worse for wear no i can't do that uh for two reasons (gasps) if people hear the siren in columbus ohio at noon on wednesdays the tornado siren goes off every single wednesday that's if you hear that in the background that's what's going on I'm not in a tornado, um, but okay. So I I fundraised. I basically to get these ketamine treatments. They were three thousand dollars. I I don't. Well, now I know that I was pretty close to three thousand dollars if I just didn't buy the Legos. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> like, but yeah. but like so they're three thousand dollars. I I I wasn't even gonna do it, but a couple of people got a hold of me and were like, "Hey man, I'll I'll you know." I would love to help you have these ketamine treatments. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I have no shame, I guess. Uh, which sure. I promise you I have shame about it currently. Um, yeah, I think you have a lot probably. So I don't use Venmo very much. Okay. And uh, I wouldn't, I didn't have PayPal. I didn't use any of that stuff because those are things I used. And I had them put the money in Venmo so that I would never touch it because I wouldn't think about, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't even think, like, I can't have money and not spend it. It is, Mm -hmm. it's truly a sickness with me where it's like, I get fucking, you know, somebody, if I went to somebody's house right now and they gave me a thousand dollars, I would immediately just be like, all right, uh, what, what should we get? We get dinner five nights this week uh we we order off the app i mean i didn't tell i didn't tell you this i said this on street fight i fucking got a cheesesteak on saturday i heard this, 38 dollars yeah. 38 fucking dollars dude and i'm broke as shit right now and i spent 38 dollars on a stupid fucking cheesesteak because people I, you said know, it's good I think, the, I think the greatest crime of the um the sort of the rich dad, poor dad, and the fucking uh, all of the 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 money guys who say uh, that uh, what is that guy who always there's some guy who used to work uh, in the administration and now just hangs around telling everybody we deserve to be broke and stuff. I don't remember that guy's name. You know all the investment banker type of guys who said the avocado toast millennials don't want to own a house, all that shit. That shit sucks and it's wrong and it's a huge bummer that it's like influencing policy at the the top levels of everything. However. They were onto something, yeah. which is, it's not avocado toast, which, by the way, is a delicious and nutritious meal uh, for basically any time of day. Uh, good fats, high in protein. Uh, you got a little carbs in there as well. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that meal whatsoever. But the fucking delivery, you guys can't be ordering delivery. Don't, I know. Just don't do I it. Know. I do it every time, too. It you is can't just, be doing it. I know. If you looked at how I, how I eat, at 
at restaurants, it would be, it's sickening when I think about, because here's the other thing about me that, uh, I don't even know if people know this, but I I live downtown in Columbus. Mm -hmm. I live within walking distance to several restaurants and I could, if I wanted to get in my car and drive five minutes and be at a place, pick up the food and come back home. Mm -hmm. I fucking have ordered delivery from three blocks away. I have ordered Uber Eats because I just, I can't, I can't bring myself to want to go somewhere. And, uh, but I look at it and I'm like, fuck dude, like $17 of this thing was delivery. And, And then the food also is more expensive if you order it for delivery than if you go to the place. And I fucking know that. And I just cannot, I just never want to go anywhere. I'm just like, I don't want to drive, man. I don't want to drive But don't there. you walk like miles and miles and miles every day, oh, I like right? That. I like that. So well, why don't you just grab some food while you're fucking out? Oh, no, I don't stop while I'm walking at all, ever. I Seriously, my wife hates walking with me because I won't, like, she's like, let's stop and, like, look at this river. And I'm like, I see in the river every day. I am just not, I mean, she's so different from me. Like she always wants to go look at the stars and the moon. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I would rather just look at my phone. Like, I don't like what, yeah. I don't care. You know what I mean? I don't, I, I never cared about space. Oh, I don't care about space either. No, it's up I there. Couldn't, couldn't it's not care. for me. Um, so the point is these are solvable problems. They are. They are. So here's our apology. We want to express how thankful we are that the child involved in the incident at our restaurant in Madison Heights, Michigan, on April 8th was not seriously injured as a result of accidentally receiving the wrong beverage, which, Jesse, I didn't even think about it, but I just don't know how. I've never heard of an apple juice cocktail ever. No, that's weird. That's something we should mention is that that's not there's got to be better mixers at Applebee's. They have a bar. You could probably do, I mean, they have like real drinks there. Why don't you just actually drink? I guess it's for the deception of it, but I would say I I'm having a, so. I'm having a Sprite. Just have a Sprite with whatever in it, you know? Yeah. I, 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 uh, that's what I used to drink when I drank is raspberry Stoli and Sprite. That was like my, that was the only drink I really ever enjoyed that and the purple sounds- hooter and the sex on the beach. Okay. Did you have any, did you have any normal stuff? No, no. And I'll tell you, man, I used to, I went, I, I'll never forget this either. I went to go see uh Deftones at this club called the Newport music hall in town, thousand person venue. Uh, I go up to the bar and I'm like, uh, I'll have a sex on the beach. And the lady just looked at me and said, no, uh, uh, you have to have that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I had to figure out another drink, and that's where I came up with the raspberry stolies and Sprite. And uh, just the, the attitude I got from the bar. Every time I went to a bowling alley one time and ordered sex on the beach, and they'll just look at you like, I don't even know what that fucking is, man. And uh, But that was the only thing I could drink. That's probably part of the reason I quit drinking, really. Yeah. Well, worked out. Yeah. True. After receiving the Madison Heights police report this afternoon, we know that the child was served a trace amount of alcohol. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Per the MHPD report published 41111, the officer checked the drink with his PBT and registered a 0.114. 
and are trying to get more details about this information. Furthermore, as per the police report, EMTs checked the child at the scene and he was released. As we work together, all the facts related to this incident, including conducting our own investigation with our restaurant staff, we are also moving forward with proactive actions to help prevent a reoccurrence. Um, they're going in on the people whose kid drank the alcohol. Yeah, that's pretty aggressive. Um, <laughs> but that's, you know, part of apologies is blaming other people for what you did. So I think that's kind of a cool way to do it. Well, it reminds me, me and Leslie Lee did one about uh oj simpson a lot of because mm. oj simpson apologized after the bronco incident and a few things sure and uh time magazine if you'll remember did a very racist uh cover of oj simpson where they darkened his face they they tried to make him look blacker i guess wow and, yeah and the naacp called them out and the fucking time magazine apology said stuff like well if you think it's racist for somebody to be more black maybe you're the racist one <laughs> and i could not fucking believe <laughs> looking cool. at it with these eyes <laughs> i mean you gotta find an angle um that's something you can do you can definitely say that if you want that's wild True. so here's their here's what they're doing we're changing the way we serve apple juice to our young guests we will switch to pouring apple juice only from single-serve containers served at the table. We have already started commuting, communicating this new policy within our system, and it will be in place this week. Which, that doesn't answer any of our questions at all. Like, it still doesn't answer how alcohol got in the fucking apple juice. There That's, is no way there yeah. was an apple juice cocktail. at I just won't believe it. It seems hard for me to believe, but I do know, you know, if you've got like a a 22-year-old working there, then I guess, I mean, they drink stupider shit for sure. <laughs> I guess it's it's conceivable. They drink a fucking sex on the beach probably at that point. Um I I don't know. I that is uh that's a real tough one. I think I think you're right though. You, if that happens to you, you got to seize the day on it. You can't let oh, that yeah. opportunity float by. That is uh but a bad bad apology. That's a really bad apology um overall. I guess I guess if you're a parent and you hear them say, we're going to be doing single serve apple juice from now on, maybe you go, that's good. I'll go back to Applebee's now. I don't know. I think I would probably, I think I'm probably just staying away anyways, right? Th does that make you want yeah. to come back to Applebee's? Never going back to Applebee's again. Never. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe I would. Uh, I maybe you'll get I delivery. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I, I, I think I would eat at either one of these places, really. Like, even after this. I mean, I wouldn't eat at Applebee's because it's gross. I haven't had it in several years, but I imagine it's gross. And I'm like, a, I, I don't eat at, like, chain, fast casual chain restaurants because, mm -hmm. I don't know. I haven't been to, like, an O'Charlie's or anything like that in a very long time. And the last time I went to an O'Charlie's was with my mom. Mm -hmm. And uh, the smell of the place just made me, I'm not doing this. I can't eat here anymore. I've been doing O'Charlie's somewhat recently. And it was, the food was ultimately fine um, in that it wasn't disgusting. Um, it didn't make me feel bad. It wasn't undercooked or anything like that. It was totally edible and okay. Um, but I think it does going in there fucking sucks because you do you do start to think about going there every day because this is this is what i do is when i go to a place 
is I do think of like, do, do I think the people who are here now like being here? I can't help but think that way because I see them and I'm talking to them and I'm wondering what's going on in their lives and their heads and stuff. And there are some places you go in and you go like, you know what? I think I could hang out here for like eight hours a day. This would be totally fine. But going into O'Charlie's and thinking about hanging out in O'Charlie's with like the, the very worn tabletops and then like the booths that are for some reason a step up off the floor. Like, why are the booths a step up off the, just put the booth on the fucking floor and like the weird, the generic mural on there that makes it seem like a hometown bar, but you're trying to like identify specific things and you can, it's just like wallpaper or something. And you just feel like, wouldn't that just all burn into your head like day after day and you get so fucking bummed out and then you'd have to start drinking booze out of the apple juice containers. I I don't know. I don't think I could. I don't think that one I could hang with. There's a lot of places. I went I went into GNC and I was like, you know, this is clean. This is sort of sterile and weird and all of this stuff seems like fake food, but I think I could pass eight hours in GNC, but I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Charlie's, I think I would start bugging out. Yeah, me too. I couldn't do it. I, I worked at Chuck E. Cheese, though. No, so I guess no. I do have that ability. Oh, I could never do. Oh, my God. I could never do Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, fuck. I did oh, it for fuck. 13 months when I was 17. Uh, okay, when you're 17, that's different. I, I, as a grown-up, I couldn't go in there. I don't think I could like wipe up the noodles from the Chuck E. Chuck e. Cheese buffet bar. I would fucking lose my shit. I would go crazy. Uh, you know, the, 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 the worst part about working at Chuck E. Cheese is like you come in contact with a lot more feces than you would expect. There's poop. There's poop everywhere. Of course there's poop. <laughs> <laughs> and pee. There's pee, too. Don't forget there's about pee. pee. There's, look, I w- a pee was assumed, but when we got to poop, yeah. They installed that ball pit, man. But there wasn't a ball pit at my Chuck E. Cheese when I started there. And then yeah. they did a really big remodel and they got a ball pit in those tunnels that got real popular in the 90s where mm-hmm. kids can crawl through tunnels all over the place. They Like Discovery Zone, yeah. Yeah, and there was a ball washing system situation, like a machine that mm-hmm. was supposedly the balls went up in it and it cleaned them and then they came back down. It was like a constant sort of thing. But... uh it didn't do any. The ball washing thing just said that it was there to wash them, but it didn't actually have any utility or work or do anything. It was one of the mm-hmm. first times that I saw like the, the sanitation theater that you get at a lot of these restaurants. You saw like, the Wizard of Ozification there. That's very Yeah. That's I mean, impressive. I worked there when they sold beer too, Jesse. So Wow. Parents wow. would go fucking bonkers in there and get super drunk and start acting like fucking maniacs and <laughs> fucking kids are crying and shitting in the tubes and then other kids are trudging through the shit. And so no. you have to close the tubes and go in there with a fucking spray bottle and clean every inch of it because there's shit tracks all the way through the tubes. And, uh, Boy, it was a tough job. It was tough. It, it was one of the harder jobs. The only thing that made it better at the time. Okay, this is not modern day Brian. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I worked with a lot of hot girls there when I was 17. Okay. And that's why I really ended up there a year. That and you could go to work high and dress as the mouse and sit in the back room and smoke cigarettes. You know, that's yeah. mostly what I did. Yeah, you, you, put, up, you put up with a lot. At, at that age for access to people you're attracted to and drugs you can do, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and like, I just always wanted a job. I, I mean, I still sort of want a job where you just go to a place and sit, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, I feel like, like you said about GNC, 
Like, I feel like if that was a job that you could do and make your whole living off of, and you never had to worry about being broke, I, I would do that. Or like a guitar shop where you just sit and you're like, there's a guitar there. You want that guitar? You want that guitar? Just get it down for you. Like, I always wanted a job at a place with, with that wasn't serving food, basically. That seems way harder. Yeah, retail retail seems easier than food service. I know that both of them have their detractors for sure. Um, but it does seem like, worst case scenario in GNC, oh, we get a fucking, I mean, Paul F. Tompkins has a great bit on his Laboring Under Delusions album about working uh, at a uh, at a Betamax store towards the death throes of Betamax <laughs> as a format. And he says, like, well, what's going to happen? We, we, uh, we, we have a rush and one person comes in to the, I mean, because GNC is the same fucking thing. How many people are going to come in at GNC's peak? Like, yeah. three people come in and need to buy some muscle milk? I think I can fucking handle it. Um, or like, oh my god, we have to replenish the entire store today. Okay, there's three shelves. And it's like, there's a beef jerky shelf and here's like a vitamin shelf. I think I can do it. You know, it's not, it's not like working in Walmart where constantly everything is totally fucked up. It's, and everybody's it's, yelling. Yeah, the, the footprint of a G and C is like this big. There's nothing in there. You yes. just go and it's just like most of the time you're typing on the computer or whatever. That's fine. I do that now. Yeah, you're totally right. And, and like I remember one of my big dream jobs as a kid was uh, uh, Radio Shack because it yeah. just kind of that feels that. I mean, it's not open anymore because they only sold trash. But yeah. uh, it was it seemed like. Other than the fact that when you walked in there, they jumped all over you immediately, which the I sales, wouldn't do. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't do that, though. Like, I wouldn't. I, I, when I worked for the cable company, there was always fucking little things where, like, hey, we're doing a contest to see who can get the most people on HBO. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to win the contest because I ain't going <laughs> to fucking ask them or try. It's fine with me. Yeah. I hate selling. I could I I've said this on Street Fight so many times that like being a salesman seems like the worst job in the world. And and I'm a guy that can talk, you know, but sure. I can't. I can't. It's like you were saying earlier, it takes us back to the beginning. I can't pretend to like something, anything. I can't pretend that anything brings me joy even. That is so simple for me to do. It's it is like it's like breathing. I have no issue. <laughs> I'll lie straight to your fucking face. <laughs> oh, I like Spider-Man. That was a good movie. <laughs> had the guy from uh, Andrew Garfield in it. It was great yeah. and funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go see Multiverse of Madness. Like, that's the funny thing when I go see those movies, too, is I go see them and I come out and like my review is always uh, it was fine, which yeah. is the least helpful review. But everything is just fine now. That's everything that exists now is really you see gas is like three dollars and 49 cents and you're like i guess man that's fine yeah. fine is doing, now good i've been doing these blondies jesse uh-huh. uh oh they're the best tasting things in the world but they're from a place in michigan uh-huh. and uh they only sell them at one gas station or, or one kind of gas station and at Meyer up here so okay. i'm traveling to every store every mire and every gas station to try to buy all of them. And, uh, it's crazy. I'm crazy. So you're, over stuff. but you're not walking to get those. You're driving to get those. I can't. Cause I had to go out to the suburbs to get them. 
there uh uh so okay. it's it's just i'm driving out to get a very specific and i walk into the gas station if they don't have them i'll just leave and the guy's always like hey can i help you and it's like you don't got what i need and i just <laughs> leave so so, with, I'm so when these things when these things show up on doordash you're saying your debit card is going to be in a splint dude i tried to buy six I tried to buy six packs of them for 50 bucks the other day and they just, they happened to be out. Like they just, they weren't in. I think the company stopped making them. So I might try to use Twitter if they have a Twitter account. I might try to use it to get them to make more. My plan. <laughs> the only okay. thing I can do. It's not as bad as saying the airline fucked up my shit. Can you fix it? It's saying like, uh, sir or madam, can you uh, please make the hot blondies you let's know let's see hmm. is it as bad i feel like i have an opinion on that is it as bad is it as bad to when you've been wronged by um uh, a huge corporation getting a government bailout in order to stay afloat versus if someone doesn't make your treats anymore which one is more <laughs> which one is more i don't know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be nasty about it Sure. You know, I'm going to ask, like, come Unless on, Unless they man. force your hand. Oh, uh, yeah, I might get nasty. But you I, might get right. nasty. I actually, last night, mm. I almost called the location where they make them and asked for the recipe. Like, I, I, I was, like, so close to just being like, dude, can you give me the recipe? Because you're not making enough blondies for me. Well, are just, you, have you tried to make your own blondies that are, like, close to it? Have you, have you mm. struck out? On, I have. You have I made tried. one thing of blondies. Oh. It didn't work. It wasn't the same thing. It's just not the same. There is something special about these ones. They got these mini butterscotch chips in them, which mm -hmm. I can't find anywhere. Uh, and it's very important for me for them to be mini and not the big ones because it messes with the flavor of stuff. They got caramel in them. It's like a fudgy thing. It's very hard to make is what okay. I'm saying. It okay. seems like they really figured it out. So I just want them to make it for me or give me their recipe. That's what I want. The secret might be some guy wiping his dick on it before it leaves the factory. I would love that. And then they apologize. <laughs> when they apologize, I'll be like, accepted. Accepted. It's fine with I, me. I accepted all of the apologies from the fast food places. Even though I think they're evil, I just accept it mm -hmm. because I, I just, I hate the president of Domino's, but it isn't his fault that people were, and I call it goofing off. They're just fucking goofing off back in the kitchen and uh it got out of hand and uh it's not his fault but it is his responsibility i think that's fair that is good and and you know he got two people thrown in prison for it like Which, actual prison not jail maybe an overcorrection yeah <laughs> it's too much well jesse i want to thank you for doing this for me especially on short notice uh i do have I want to say this to people for the next time I do, I'm sorry, which could be next week. It could be next year. Mm -hmm. um, an apology that I really want to do is, do you remember in 2006 when that guy got shot in the face by Dick Cheney and he apologized for it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's, that's a the big greatest. One. I think that's the greatest apology of all time because I started thinking about how that went down, right? Like where mm -hmm. Dick Cheney's like goes to visit him in the hospital and he's like, you need to apologize to me. You're this. I fucking am stuck at the hospital. I have better things to do for sure. I'm suing that guy for sure. If the, if the, yeah. if the vice president shoots me in the face, I'm for sure suing that guy.
Oh, excitedly too. That one's a good one. I don't let you know if you'd win, but uh, well, Jesse, I think everybody knows where to find you. But it's the Go Off Kings, and yep. your Kickstarter sucks. Two of my favorite things. Uh, every time I listen to you on YKS, I'm like, he is like the total opposite of me. Like I couldn't <laughs> think of another human that because like i just every time i hear you say something i'm like yeah he of course he's being careful it's like <laughs> you're the careful guy and i'm the reckless guy and uh I, yeah i think i think you're i think we have a lot to learn from each other i think we do <laughs> i think it could be fun for us to sort of to to share our and we're doing that indirectly we're sharing our lessons with each other i'm thinking you know i could afford to be more like brian in some ways and <laughs> And I, I think maybe, you know, we're, we're, we were only net one on the streaming service cancellation, but I think I've, I've put the bug in your ear about how you can possibly obtain the, the coveted Lego Titanic uh, yes. ship, whatever. I, I think, you know, whether it's canceling subscriptions or maybe, you know, you spent, what did you spend on the, the Uber Eats? What did you do? What kind of damage was it? Oh, I, I wish I could tell how much I've spent on Uber Eats since the well, pandemic that started. I don't want to but, know that. The one thing was 38 <laughs> bucks, right? 38 bucks for a cheesesteak and some potatoes. So if you do that twice in a month, it's going to take you 10 months to where you can get the Lego Titanic. I just think that's something to consider and just maybe keep track of. You give yourself a bonus. You know, I, that could be so, fun. That could be something to work towards. I'll tell you this. When I didn't, when I wasn't able to get the DeLorean right mm -hmm. last week my wife was like you know what you're gonna learn something you're gonna learn delayed gratification and i was like that those are the worst two words in the <laughs> english language to me <laughs> i can't think of anything i want to learn less <laughs> all right well maybe maybe we won't maybe we won't teach each other anything <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to talk to you jesse thanks for doing this you too brother anytime bye bye